Hello, everyone in podcast land. I'm David. And I'm Jono. And this is the podcast where we just wing it. We have a treat for you. This week, we're going to be talking about all the upcoming things, video games, TV shows, movies coming up in 2023. The best, the worst. We're going to we're going to talk in depth about some of them, but we're going to lightning round. We're going to get through so much of it. But have we got a special treat for you? It's the Let's Wing It podcast. We got wings. We got wings. I literally made these wings. Like I got out of the shower, I went for a run, and I was like, "Oh shoot, it's five. So <laughs> I, like I took like a lightning shower, and then I was I like, call them pow shows. Pow show. Pow shows. Why? Power showers. Oh, anyway, <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And then I was like, let's go cook cook these wings because I don't know. I, I saw like a thousand comments going. Where's you, the wings? Meaning, where's the wings? Clickbait. Well, I learned my lesson with carpal critics. When you're called carpool <laughs> critics, we had a legitimate reason, but people were like, where's the carpool? Are you guys reviewing cars? That's just oh. so dumb. That's like the worst thing. And also I did see the feedback about my audio. So I'm going to try to like not move not too much, back. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You know. I would appreciate that editing. I tried to save as many as yeah, I could. But. Yeah. So David edits these. Uh, I just kind of cook wings and then we kind of co-produce the ideas and then. We got some good ideas. I'm excited. Yeah, some of the ideas are going to be really good. And the reason why I wanted to talk about the 2023 because we both are enjoying The Last of Us. Oh yeah, we watched the second. I at least I watched the second. I watched the second. Yeah, you watch it. Cool. We're not going to talk about. We might go later down. We might maybe probably not. I think we'll wait until there's a few more episodes. Yeah, and then but since 2023 seems like it's starting off with a bang, there's all these like upcoming properties. So many big ones. But, Forspoken, everyone's talking about the great game Forspoken. Okay, 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 you want to you just talk about Forspoken? Well, we haven't played it. Have, have you played it? I haven't played it, but watching the trailers, yes, it's a little, the dialogue's a little cringe, but whatever. I go, the gameplay looks sick. Yeah. And I have seven nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. What they tell me, it's like how they talk and how the dialogue here, it's like, yes, it's cringe, but I mean, it's I think it's totally blown out of proportion. Yeah. I think that the game's going to be pretty decent. Like parkour looks cool. The magic looks cool. Yeah. I think it's a game that I'll be gl- glad to pick up when it's on Game Pass or like PS Plus. For oh, it's free. not PS Plus yet? No, nah, not yet. But in like six months, it'll be that or it'll be like yeah. go on sale for 20 bucks. I, I will. I will. Actually, I do want to bring something up. Ah. So I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, you can you can eat yeah, the wings. Well, yeah, I'm gonna actually, you wait, talk. Actually, wait, what so do we have a hot sauce? I got this for Christmas. Yeah. It's premium beer flavored hot sauce Ooh. stout. There is no branding on it. It came as part of a gift set. Um, I'm very excited to find out. Stout is one of my favorite kinds of beer. I, I always like ale. Ale's like my favorite. Ales are very good. Yeah. Let me try some of this. Let me let me try it. Okay. I don't think it's particularly spicy. It's spelled. It's the the label's kind of lame, I'll be honest. Oh, totally. It's like, <laughs> it's like if you were designing a label for a movie that wasn't supposed to be noticed. Yeah. yeah. And actually, here's, <laughs> here's one big thing. If you guys want to send us hot sauces oh, and because we're going to try to like keep doing yeah. things often granted i like i don't know well i don't it's want to get kind of expensive good hot sauce is like 15 bucks a bottle is not it? that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. like if you go to like a a nice store that sells like you know 100 luck yeah, hot yeah. sauces that's not cheap yeah so i mean if you guys want to send us hot sauces and we try it yeah I'll, I'll be down for it okay all right you get it on yeah I'm let's gonna, dink it and then sink it three two one go that's not bad it actually tastes like beer which is kind of surprising i can't really taste the beer it's Got that vinegary hot sauce taste. Mm-hmm. It's not spicy at all, which I a lot of hot sauce I want. I just want it as like a condiment, not as mm-hmm. like a spice increaser. Yeah, but uh, I'm not. I'm just trying not to chew in the mic, so I'm just gonna back up. No, oh, people love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. That's why people tuned into my stream, baby. Really? For snack time. 
Oh, oh. Where do we put the paper towels? That's not bad hot sauce. Oh, yeah. What do you rate that out of 10? I'll give it an 8. That high? I'll probably give no. it a 7. No, no. Let me let me actually wait. Now you're saying hot, right? I'm I'm just thinking about flavor. I'll give it I'll give it a six and a half. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty yeah. good. I, I tried a last dab. Save it, save it. We're yeah. gonna I'm sure yeah. we'll do it at some point yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna do hot hot sauces, yeah. we're gonna do mild hot sauces, barbecue, and all the stuff. Yeah, brisket and all the stuff. Watchy. Oh, I'll be sick. Dip 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 it brisket. What, what, how do we, what do we change the podcast name to? Let's, Dip let's, it in brisket. Let's brisket. <laughs> 2023. What a year in movies, in video games, in TV. It feels like all the content that was on backlog mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. It's coming out like video games. We got the, we got the big boys coming. We got the new Zelda. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got some Spider-Mans. Is Spider-Man coming this year? It's supposed to. Uh, and we got uh, Skyfall, Scar- Scarfield, whatever. Skyrim in space. Yeah. Oh, Star- Starfield. 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 That's yeah. it. That's coming out this year. That's coming out this year. Damn. Yeah. And those are some big properties. But oh, wait, no. Wait, no. Here's, here's one. Here's one that I think is going to be a surprise hit. Atomic Hearts. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I think it could, you know, fill that Doom-sized void. Not Doom. Uh, Bioshock. I think it's too actiony to be Bioshock. I don't think it's story-driven really? in the same way. It's not like... To me, what I from what I gather, it's not an immersive sim. It's like a action shooter uh, and so it has some of the vibes like in yeah. terms of like kind of retro future yeah um but it's more soviet inspired than you know rapture is it just it just looks weird because those like you can i think i just when i try to like get excited for games i've kind of stopped looking at like a million Same. trailers i just kind of look at it going oh, okay what gun in one hand powers in another hand that's bioshock mm-hmm. and then you're looting in this like in the cupboards i'm like bioshock baby yeah. but i think it's gonna be good I think it's pretty good. It looks fast paced. Even the way you loot with like your beam. Yeah. I think that's a really clever take because I don't mind in some games, you know, having the animation to, to loot because it means you can't in the middle of battle pick up bullets to refill yeah. your stock. But I think that there's a lot of games I just want to run around, jump and shoot people and fuck people up. And also, but I'm really intrigued what the story is. And yeah, I'm it looks really, like it could be really cool. Yeah, I'm really hoping I don't have to read a million books to understand what's going on. Like, like literally... Do do what Bioshock did, audio and video I have to watch, but I don't want to read books. I think audio logs that you aren't forced to sit still for is totally a fine compromise. Like Bioshock, you'd play the thing, yeah. and you'd go and you'd like loot and you'd kill some people, but you'd hear the yeah. dialogue. That's a good compromise. I don't think Atomic Heart's gonna be that story heavy. Yeah. I think it's gonna be, you know, like I said, I think it's gonna be closer to Doom than Bioshock, where it's gonna be like Jumping around, shooting stuff, killing yeah. for a good time. There's going to be some layers of, you know, conspiracy or whatever. Yeah. But. I think it's going to be kind of interesting showing, like, how graphically intense that game is. Yeah. It's funny when they show the trailers and you can see pixel breakup. Like, you can see it's sub 4K up yeah. It's always interesting. It's same with Forspoken, where you're like, oh, that doesn't look that good. Yeah. But it'll be good. Is that one of your official picks? Because basically how the format's going to work is we each yeah. are bringing five things that yeah. we want to talk in depth about. Yeah. Either positive or negative. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go through. We have a list of TV shows, video games, and movies that we're just going to blast and give like one word yeah, 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 excitement yeah. levels yeah. or whatever. So, keep it To keep it moving. So yeah. is that one of your picks? Yeah. Forsaken. Oh, no. no. Atomic Hearts is going to be. one of your picks. It's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I think I can't tell. If it's has gonna have the polish it needs to really hit the next level, I think it's just gonna do well enough that it's gonna take three or four years to make the sequel, and the sequel will. That's why I'm gonna be like, hmm. I think I think it's gonna have that situation where it's gonna be such a cult classic for the first one, yeah, and the second one 
they're going to take so long with it that it can't live up to the first one. And it's too story driven, too much like studio, like EA, Ubisoft, or someone's going to try to buy it. I think Square Enix is probably going to buy it. Yep. And then it's just going to get screwed up. Well, I think Xbox is so starving for content right now. And that's a Game Pass game. So oh, is it a Game Pass game? It's a Game Pass game, uh, which is fantastic because then yeah. you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But then I also think that it really... Game Pass is really good for games like that that yeah. a lot of people are interested in but probably wouldn't spend the, you know, the 70, 100, 80 bucks. 100%. Like Dark Tide, like the Warhammer game. Yeah. That game started off really good and it just got boring as hell. I was like, oh, thank God. You didn't pay for it. Thank God it was on Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. I am grateful for Game Pass, what it can do to kind of those mid-tier games and mm-hmm. really elevate them and bring them into a cultural discussion because even though, you know, it's a game you can beat in a weekend, yeah. you'll play it because... You know, you, you're like, ah, I'm looking yeah. for a game. This looks fun. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And then Microsoft gives them like a dollar for every download or something. Like that. Do you know how it works? Do they give a flat fee? Or? I have no idea. Like, I that's the one thing I've never actually looked into. Yeah. Um, I wish I could. But like people like Bethesda, they got purchased by Microsoft. Yeah. So they just get whatever. I would love to know more about business and break down. Is Game Pass really like profitable long term because to me it feels like they're doing such aggressive moves yeah this is probably safe for another episode yeah uh that costs multi-billions of dollars yeah uh and they're making hundreds of millions of dollars every month but it takes a long time you know to get 69 billion dollars back actually yeah i i will i yeah so that that this is going to be a future episode for sure Mm -hmm. i'll I'll write that down and whoever's listening you have a friend who's a developer who has been trying to get into the game pass or yeah is in Get that them like we'll talk to them. I'll Loved. interview them, whatever, and I'll take notes or we have them. I, whatever we can do it off the record too if they're not allowed. Yeah, if they're not allowed. We'll go like anonymous source from place who did follow. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Like we'll we'll figure it out because I yeah that is interesting because mm-hmm. I know like Netflix and stuff those like licensing deals and yep. everything, but is it like a Spotify deal yeah. or is it? I feel like Microsoft is really aggressively planting themselves at the center of the future of gaming yeah in a way where it doesn't matter if they make money now they need to make themselves such an anchor that yeah. they're indispensable future that there is no competitor that's possible and it yeah. already feels like that yeah. it doesn't matter how much money sony throws at ps plus it'll never be as good as game pass all right let's keep moving i'm gonna go next because i think my pick is a good transition out of a game pass game into ps5 exclusives and my picks are a kind of a double one i'm gonna do final fantasy 16 and Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake Part Two. Yeah, okay, okay. So let's I'm, talk 16 first. Okay, I'm actually fine. Actually, I'm really glad you brought this up because I actually beat, finally beat after eight years, Final Fantasy 15. Oh wow, you beat it? Yeah, I beat it like a couple weeks ago. Okay. You know, uh, at first I I do this. I I'm such a really bad person with Final Fantasy games. Like I love JRPGs. Mm-hmm. I at least I grew up on them. Yeah. I played one. I played the official one on NES and all that stuff. Yeah. All the way up to like seven. Okay. And then I kind of stopped a little bit after seven. Eight kind of sucked. Nine was okay. Ten was nine like, is better than okay. You take it back. Not wait. Nine Nine's is awesome nine is the one with the, the, like the classic. Yeah. The Zidane. classic one. Zidane. Zidane. Yeah. I didn't finish it. Monkey <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. When I play Final Fantasy games, I get to like the end and I just go, I don't want it. So I just stop. <laughs> I just stop. And it never ends in your mind. Yeah. So I'm like, I have to go finish it. But it becomes a point where it's so long in the gap that I go, I don't know what happened. In the story. So I played it again, finished it within like 30 hours. Okay. Yeah. I over leveled like I know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that sleep hack. You can go to the hotel. Oh, I see. Anyways, I got super overpowered, but replaying a game, I get that game again and looking at the story, man, that story is really confusing. 
Yeah. Yeah. And but it's really beautiful how it ends. I'm like, oh, that's really nice. And but you can see there's a lot of problems with the game with DLCs. Well, I feel like that game had so much unrealized potential and they kind of pulled through on it in the royal version or whatever. That's the they, one I played. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot better. They fill a lot of gaps. Like uh in the first version, everything that happens in the prequel movie yeah. is like just, you know, kind of happens off screen in the game. So if yeah. you hadn't watched it, you're like Oh, I guess the kingdom fell. Okay. Yeah, because sure. I, I watched all the anime and all the movies. <laughs> yeah, I like those. And then did the games. Yeah. But it felt like, oh, you had to do all these things to understand yeah. what's going on. I think that that game, again, had so much potential. They just had such a mishandling of basic storytelling beats. Uh, and it's it's indicated in the first fucking cutscene. So it's that great cutscene of them, you know, pushing the cards broken down. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then at some point, the standby me comes in. Um, and it pans up to the sky and you're like, yeah. Final Fantasy 15. And you're like, wow, this is kind of like an emotional, it's totally modern and different. Yeah. It's cool. But then they kind of just like end the song abruptly. Like it doesn't feel like they transition out of it. And you're like, uh-oh, they don't get story beats and letting things breathe, right? And that, that game has like these great story beats, yeah. but they don't know how to execute on them and pull out the emotion from them. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I should have cared about that side mission, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah. And it's because it's always just two people staring at each other, talking with bad, like, not bad voice acting, yeah. but like overdone voice acting with not enough yeah. facial animation. Yeah. It's a good game. I think like the story's cool. I think it, to me, it's a solid seven. seven yeah, I think seven and a yeah. half for me. But it's five is 16. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, though, buddy. It's a return to medieval fantasy. If you haven't watched the trailers, I would highly recommend it because they're not, they're not giving away too much. No. You play as like the bodyguard of this king that's going to be uh, appointed or something. He's like your little brother or something. Yeah. And it just seems like there's these different kingdoms that look totally fascinating. There's these giant summons that you're going to have to fight. Yeah. And it looks like the promise of what old Final Fantasy was, but it yeah. executed in like an absolutely bonkers way. But I think it's like you are possessed by Ifrit, like one of the summons. Yeah, I think that's your, like your uh, Aedon or whatever. Yeah. Aelodon? I can't remember what I mean, like it, it reminds me of, because um, I didn't finish the, the Dota series that we talked about oh, last yeah, time, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's like, oh, you're possessed. It's kind of like that yeah. again, but it seems cool. Oh, I'm super pumped. Yeah. And I think it's the director of Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. which is like the best regarded modern Final Fantasy. Probably, I don't know, probably the highest regarded one since like 10. Yeah. Um, the combat is amazing. The story is apparently amazing. In I mean, the combat in 15 was not bad. It was not bad. It was like, I felt like it was too stuck in between action and RPG. Yes. Where it... The combos kind of did themselves. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like there wasn't enough variety in what you did. You it's, kind a of, score, it's a score button. Yeah. And smasher. That's fine. But yeah. I much prefer uh, a little more complexity. And I think that they're going to bring a little more complexity to this. Well, I mean, I think 7 Remake was pretty good. Well, 7 Remake, I think, is the best Final Fantasy ever. <laughs> I fucking love Remake. I want to stick on 16 for a second. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the design of the combat seems like they're yeah. taking it that direction where yeah. it's a hybrid action with a little bit of like uh, magic and, and tactics sprinkled in, yeah, but not overwhelmingly so. And I hope that they maintain that slow motion when you're picking magic attacks. That's like my favorite thing in Final Fantasy VII Remake when you're like, it goes slow motion, all the particles are flying, and you're like, the camera's panning around. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, cool. okay, here's another uh, uh, same thing as just last time. Uh, I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. I think I got like halfway and sure. I, I had to stop. Okay. Because I think I went traveling. Oh. Uh, but also, I was playing on the original PS4. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah. It had problems. It was just like, you can just, all I can hear is like footsteps, like clouds walking, and you hear, 
in the back. It's like, uh, it's not working. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait for a PS5. No. So I did buy it. I did buy the PS4 version. Okay. Uh, granted, not PS Plus. It's apparently on there too. So I'm gonna play it. Yep. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm gonna love it. I think because I think the game lasts all the way until the leak, right? So basically, it's the start of Final Fantasy VII all the way till they leave Midgard. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's the, that entire you know six hour chunk blown out into the, a proper game. I think forty hours. I think it is. Uh, if you do all the side quests. Yeah. I want to clarify. It's not the best Final Fantasy of all time for its time of release, but I think if you were someone who had never played a Final Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake is the one I'd be like, you should play that because yeah. it gives you a lot of the good stuff. It gives you a little bit of the filler shit, but not nearly as bad as 15. But I would recommend yeah. if you did seven remake, just skip all the side quests. They fucking suck. They're boring. Really? Yeah. They're like fine. And like, it's nice to have, you know, higher I, levels. I, I, I do there's remember so many that it's like, oh no, there's a monster attacking people. Yeah. You go into this area and fight them. It's like, oh, find my clock or something. Yeah. Like, those like, those like little stupid the typical JRPG yep. bullshit games. And you can just tell that they didn't put the effort in some places. That might be the game that has the biggest gap between its best looking parts and yeah. its worst looking parts. Yeah. Its best looking parts looks like a fucking CG movie. Yeah. Mind-blowingly cool. And then its worst parts, it looks like a PS2 era RPG. Like yeah. There's some textures, some character models. I'm blown away that they slipped through. Yeah. But I hope that that game was a big enough success that 2 is a little more complete. I think it's going to be great. I sure hope yeah. so. I I mean, there's not much to talk about. We probably should move <laughs> on. Because yeah. all that's been shown is a trailer of, you know, the back of Cloud and Sephiroth walking uh, at Niflheim Mountain or whatever. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to talk about the, I mean, the Crisis Core game, the prequel. So did you, play the, did you play the Crisis Core remaster? Not, not. I played a little bit back when it was on PlayStation. Like oh, PSP? PSP? Is it PSP? It's a PSP game. Yeah. No, I didn't play that then. Okay, yeah. I uh, I played the PSP one probably like 10 times just because like I really? was a big PSP fanboy. Yeah. I loved it back then. I tried replaying it recently mm -hmm. um, on the PSP. It didn't hold up. Yeah. Uh, the combat was too simple and like the the graphics were really good for the I think time. I was just more, pretty I was just more curious about Zack and just like that storyline. And so, yeah, if spoilers for Final Fantasy VII, oh, I can't give you spoilers. You haven't finished Final Fantasy VII Remake. No, it's uh, fine. No, okay. I mean, I finished the game. I already know what happens and okay. everything. So, so right, at yeah. uh, the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake, spoilers, yeah. three, two, one, tone away, they changed the timeline. So oh. basically, you know those ghosts that are in the first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they're the, the spirits of fate. <laughs> uh, and so they're there to like protect the timeline. Oh. And so everything they do is to help you get back on track with the original story. Oh. But at the end, you like fight fate. And you destroy fate and you break free. And then all of a sudden, like you get a flashback of like basically the Zack dying cutscene from Crisis Core, but yeah. he survives. And so all of a sudden, like you've stepped into an alternate timeline or like a different story. That's dope. And so now we're going to go into the open world. We're going to go into like the body of Final Fantasy seven. But yeah, they're they've given themselves freedom. I think I'm a little bit worried because I almost <laughs> feel like they they pulled the ripcord on a lot of the fan service in the first one. Like there's. Yeah. You know, 17 different variations of the battle theme uh, in the first one. And so I don't know how many different ones they can do. They're all fucking awesome. And like the first time they fully rip the the ripcord on the battle theme, you're just like, yeah, this sounds so fucking cool. Yeah. They were the boss tune, like every all the music in that first one. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. I don't know how they top it without retreading the same territory. Like, are they going to do the same and more? Or are they going to yeah. do different? Like, I, I don't I'm know. Just, I'm just going to go in the realm where... This, the sequel would be okay. This is gonna be a hot take. I'm gonna say the sequel is gonna be bad. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah what, uh, what What makes you think that? I'm just doing it because Square, back when it was Squaresoft, yep. um, they are really bad at sequels. Yes. And I think it's just a fact hey, that- 10-2 is awesome. He, oh, it's not. Oh, <laughs> my sister bought 10-2 uh, for me. She's like, here, for your birthday, 10-2. I'm like, this is the worst. stars? <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I didn't play it because I knew what was uh, going on. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, you literally bought me the worst <laughs> Final Fantasy. That's so you know? funny. So- I mean, Final Fantasy, <laughs> yes, they're all sequels, but yeah. they're not really. They're like, it's like an anthology where each one's yeah. a totally different universe. Yeah, so there might be like some like some connection between mm -hmm. them, but I don't really consider them sequels. No. So I always just go, they're just really bad at sequels. The, I think the exception is 13-2 is better than 13, but 13-2, it's like. Yeah, I didn't, didn't even play 13. 13, I, I think 13 is uh, an underappreciated decent final fantasy i think it got way too much hate for the time mm -hmm. um we'll talk about you know yeah that a different day maybe we do a jrpg yeah, yeah. i think like our stories of jrpgs mm -hmm. but i think that final fantasy sort of just hasn't had an identity for a yeah. while like it doesn't know what i don't think square knows what makes a final fantasy anymore no. and so i think they're go it's interesting they're going back to their roots they're going back to medieval fantasy which yeah. is you know the traditional one through six yeah. and nine i think i think it's just the case is that they're really bad at sequels because, okay, let, let me just clarify this. Final Fantasy 16 is going to be dope. Yep. Final Fantasy 7 Remake 2 is going to be bad. Or it's going to be okay slash like yeah. passable. Um, I think it's because the fact that the fan base is so, they're trying to appeal to the core fan base yeah. that is pretty much impossible yeah. to do because the lore of Final Fantasy 7 is pretty deep. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's one of the most beloved of the series. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of haters that are like, you know, Final Fantasy VII is what ruined the franchise. No. But there's, I think, probably more people based on sales that think that Final Fantasy VII is the, no. the keystone of yeah. why that franchise can persisted. Yeah. I like, I think Final Fantasy VI is one of the best. Like, yeah. I think it just irks it a little bit yeah. on the best. But when you think about technology and everything and yeah. how, like, it's kind of the similar kind of realm of how Halo made FPS shooters really good. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII made like RPG, a really, like, yeah, story-driven, yeah, cinematic yeah. RPGs. I think that's a that's a factor that we forget looking at that PS1 classic yeah. in 2023 is it, like, wow, that looks bad. But back then, yeah, it looked fucking amazing. It's so good. Even the world map stuff that looks so janky now yeah. was fine, but like the battles looked insanely cool. The limit breaks, yes, oh. they were so cool. But then all the CG cutscenes, like that was cutting edge for yeah. the time. Like it still looks, decent. it still looks decent the, yeah. when it's like the full like. CG model ones. Those yeah. uh, those actually look pretty good. Yeah. I will agree. Final Fantasy 16, I think, is going to be solid. I think that my expectations are too high. Yeah. But I'm I'm optimistic that it's going to be the best Final Fantasy in a decade. Uh, pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, I think 7 Remake 2 will be better than you say. I think people will be less excited because, like I was saying, it's just they've already given us the fan service. And so repeating those things that gave us joy, you know, seeing a character, you're like, you know, fighting a house that's a monster... Like they've given us a lot of that fan service, yeah. Uh, and I don't know if there's enough they can do that's fresh and will give us more. But maybe yeah. not. Like there's still a lot. I also think the biggest mistake they did in the first one was giving us full on Sephiroth. If you played the original, yeah. you don't really see like corporeal Sephiroth in the first part of the game. No. He's just a voice. You know, he's kind of a legend in the in that background. Yeah. But in the remake. He's just fucking there. Yeah. He's just there all the time and you're constantly talking to him. And it's, I get it. They wanted to make it feel like a, a conflict that was strong from the start. But I, I think, I think yeah. he only really appeared like 
face to face with Cloud or with the team in like uh, into ancients like that. Area. Yeah, well, and a lot of it is in Cloud's mind because he only persists. In well, I mean, Cloud's, Cloud's insane. Well, yeah, and yeah, it's because he's you know carrying him forward in the live stream. I can't remember the details of it. Yeah. But anyways, it's gonna be good. That's okay. enough of it. What's but, your next pick, Jono? Uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, interesting. I think the game's gonna be really good. Yeah. But I think it's gonna get review bombed. Oh, it's well. That's a that's a guarantee. It's that's a guarantee. Get, yeah. But I think it's gonna be a good game. Because it looks really good. <laughs> I've avoided talking about this because I'm not a big fan of, you JK. know, the political views yeah. of of uh, J.K. Rowling. I think that it's a shame that someone who made such an iconic franchise of our childhood that you yeah. know, that was such a battle of evil versus good, yeah, turned out to you know kind of be a bit of a fuckwad. Yeah, but I can't. I can express my disappointment in the fact that this is the Hogwarts game that, you know, we've always dreamed of. Yeah. And they're finally delivering it. I do think, and my, <laughs> my opinion might be, you know, tainted by yeah. my p- political views. The game looks like it's going to be a lot like a Ubisoft open world. There's oh, yeah. Be a it's, lot it's, of checkboxes to run yeah. around and just like, you know, go cast a spell on the like 17 trees. And like <laughs> yeah. Free, you know, yeah. I, like, it's yeah. going to be like, it's going to be DLC central. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, go to the Gringotts bank. And give me twenty dollars so you get twenty uh what what would the gold coins? Oh are. yeah, yeah. It's like I think galleons? it's gonna be like no, gal- it's a galleons? I yeah, no, I, think, called. I think maybe it's galleons. Whatever. Whatever, yeah. Who cares? It's it's gold, silver, and bronze. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I think that's what's gonna happen. But it just for me, just growing up with the books, because mm-hmm. when I read Harry Potter, I was like I was kinda like really lucky when I started reading them, was I was the same age as Harry. Mm, same. Well, yeah. I was a little bit younger, but yeah. So like when he had like thirteen, you know, like he yeah. was there, and then kind of aged up. Granted, then she took a really long hiatus, and then wrote the yeah. book, and then I aged out. But I don't know. I just fell in love with it. I'm really excited to play, but I'm just so worried. Like, well, I'm not worried. Um, I want J.K. Rowling to hurt really bad because yeah. her political views. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm a hundred percent not going to buy it. I'm pushing back on my partner right now because she wants to buy it for her kid. Really? Because like, not because she supports the game, but because I don't think she understands like the full movement of yeah, it. She, yeah. she hates that JK Rowling's a turf. Yeah. Um and whatnot. But you know, the kid the kid doesn't really grasp it. And she's like, I just want to play this Harry Potter game. And so it's that's, I have to kind of push huge, back. Yeah. It's it's a little bit tough. I mean, it's a little bit tense. But yeah. I think it's really important not to buy the game because jk rowling specifically states that like people buying my stuff kind of like is is proof that my political views are popular yeah and so if you engage if you buy harry potter stuff you're encouraging her you're allowing you're enabling her to continue to you know be a spokesperson yeah and i think we need to you you can't buy i don't want to be too political but yeah you can't buy the game without encouraging that message of yeah people agree with me yeah i i just feel so bad like I agree. hundred percent. I agree with you. Like, okay. Let's just be clear. Uh, I, I don't support her views. Mm-hmm. I, I'm oh, like a lot of my friends. Well, not a lot. Like one of my best friends, Nikki, she's transgender mm-hmm. and love with the best. Uh, I love her to death. I actually just met you today. was like, Hey, I just realized I've known you for half my life. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's great. Um, but man, it's, I just feel so bad for like the developers, like everyone who's involved with that game minus her. Yeah. It's like, it just, they just like, Oh, I really hope. Like, I really hope everything's going well, especially with the tech world today. Like, yeah. everyone's getting laid off. Yeah, and I think that they'll use that as an excuse. I totally agree. It's complicated. It's complicated in the sense that 
J.K. Rowling's not the only person involved. Yeah. But I also think that those developers got paid. If the game's good, they'll be able to get jobs from it. Yeah. Um, I also think, you know, the piracy is. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be number one most pirated game for a long time. I st- I think yeah. personally, yeah. the best thing to do is just pretend the game doesn't exist because yeah. if you don't engage with it at all, that's better than you know like engaging with it and talking about it. Even yeah. if you don't exchange money, you're still continuing the discussion. Yeah, and I and you know pretty much for me, I don't really play games anymore day one because yeah. I've learned my lesson. Oh my god, it's such a waste of money. Yeah, and this is something I'm so hyped for. Like well, I got God of War day one. I, I haven't played that yet. <laughs> you ever play God of War? No, no. I played the God of the original. Oh, yeah, but not Ragnarok. Ragnarok, I'm just like, wait. It's just, here's the problem. Jillian kind of wants to play it. Mm. I want to play Ragnarok, yep. but we have one 77-inch TV. does not flex. Uh, the TV's just so big in the family room. Yeah, you can, can hang out there. One. Yeah. She, I can't run away and be like, oh, don't look, don't look, don't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'm kind of like. in a game room. Uh, I mean, I'm when it, I'm trying when to move? find a place. Uh-huh. Yeah, and no, but anyways, yeah. So Hogwarts Legacy, I think it's gonna be a great game, but it's just gonna be, it's it's a sticky game. Yeah, it's gonna be tough, and I think no. that like I will have to you know be strong because I'm gonna fucking want to play it. Yeah, I uh, I love that franchise. Like I yeah. love that movie. When yeah. I was on Tinder seven eight years ago, yeah, Harry Potter was the best discussion point for when we were dating. <laughs> which people. which house are you in? Because everyone our age, everyone's age, uh, everyone our age. Just has an opinion yeah. on Harry Potter, either yeah. positive or negative, but it's a it's a starting point. It's like what's what if if the sorting hat puts on your head, what house are you? Yeah, Slytherin. Ooh, yeah. she's down. Yeah. And so, and I remember Pottermore <laughs> things like what's your Patronus, what's your house, what's your wand, all that shit. And it's <laughs> can, like I, it sucks. <laughs> I all, all that we need yeah. is for her to just grow and change as a person. I think the world would be ready to yeah forgive if she didn't heartfelt moment of growth but i'm not the person to say i think it's yeah. really important support your trans friends yeah if you I don't have any trans friends you know find trans people and yeah. support them you know if you want <laughs> us to talk help. about this whole topic with jk rowling because that's a huge that's mm-hmm. a huge topic like we can go hours on it yep um yeah just comment just bring nick bring nikki on see what she thinks yeah actually that'd be really that'd be good. sick yeah all right go go you, you're my next pick uh my runner-up for this this one is the new Futurama. We'll talk about that in the lightning round. Wait, is that a TV show? Yeah, there's a new season of Futurama that's coming. Oh, no, no, no. You want to talk about TV shows or you want to finish off one more game? Uh Oh, I kind of spread out my vibe. Okay, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do a video. Okay, do, okay you do, do a do, video do, game. Do, do a video. Okay. Uh, my runner-up is Suicide Squad, which I just wanted to mention briefly because I was beyond hyped. That probably was my number one game other than Final Fantasy VII Remake for the year. And then they released that photo that's showing that as a battle pass, you know, different forms of currency. Really? I haven't it's looked like at a, it. It's a live service game. And I think that's such a fucking bummer because all the trailers they showed look like a story driven oh. squad game. Uh, and so that was the game I was the most hyped for. Yeah. And now I am the most anxious about. I am excited. Rocksteady games. Yeah. Fucking the Arkham games are some of my favorite games bar none. Like even Arkham Knight, which is the yeah the least loved of the trilogy. Wait, Arkham Knight is not that great. It's. I think it's fantastic, yeah. but it's the one with the Batmobile and the Batmobile. That game is dope. I fucking love the Bat. I loved the Batmobile the first time I replayed it. Yeah, replayed two and three. I was like, just get me through the Batmobile stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love the Bat. I think Batman is still the best fucking feeling fighting. It still looks so good. It looks amazing. It feels so good. Yeah. You know, like timing the counters. Yeah, I fucking love those games and so if they can recapture any of that magic yeah i would be so excited but seeing you know but leveling it's not, it's and not, damage no, it's, it's just scaling. it's a team shooter that's it yeah, and so i'm very unhappy about it's that. gonna be dark tides but in the dc world yeah. and it's just gonna be bad yeah so that's my runner up my winner yeah. is 
Resident Evil 4 Remake. So I, I have a double remake really? winner. I love Resident Evil. Yeah. I think Resident Evil 2 Remake is one of my top 10 favorite games of all time. Resident Evil 4, that's the one with Leon in the village, right? Yes. Yeah. And so that's like the iconic Resident Evil. That, that pushed it into the next gen at the time. That was the one that brought Resident Evil 4, uh, Resident Evil series back. Yes, because yeah. it kind of was losing its way, sort of. Uh, there was all like, co you know, Code Veronica X and Zero and shit. Code Veronica oh yeah yeah they didn't they hadn't really figured out how to transition out of the fifth gen so the ps1 era because yeah. two and three are absolutely iconic and they're still amazing um which one was three again three is you play as claire or jill jill yeah, I think jill, 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 one, jill, yeah. yeah. oh uh, my god you're, you're in the city and then there's nemesis yeah. chasing you yeah i i oh my god jill i i'm not trying to be a perv but <laughs> i would have bought the magazine with her in it um <laughs> i did buy I, the magazine with her in it I think Resident <laughs> Evil 2 remake is one of is the best remake there is. I think yeah. it's absolutely true to the spirit of the second. Like it feels like you're playing the second, but it captures something so yeah. true and so fresh. And it's just so fun and it looks awesome. It's thrilling. Like the body, like the destruction looks so good. Yeah. And I think that four, they're gonna step it up. I hope I'm actually hoping that they're gonna make more changes than I think they're gonna do. So yeah. Resident Evil 4 is level based, unlike two, which was more like, you know like a, a hub that kind of grows and grows as is you it, search. Is it skills? I can't remember. It's been a long time. All right, so not levels in terms of like an RPG. Levels yeah. in terms of like you progress through a level and then you load to the next level and then you load to the next level. Oh, I see. Okay. There's there's a castle area, but even then it's like mostly you're progressing. It's yeah. not like you're backtracking, doing the stuff like a traditional Resident yeah. Evil. I'm hoping they redesign some of the levels to have a little more. Oh, they probably will. Because I think that's my favorite part is when you're like, oh, this door's locked. Okay, I'm gonna have to come back and, you know, yeah. get, like open this stuff. It's like then, a Zelda game. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that part of the game is really fun. Yeah. Uh, and then when you learn how to do it, how to quickly maneuver through the things that yeah. took you like three hours to get to before now, it takes you five minutes. Yeah. I think it looks amazing. I think the changes they're making, it looks super fun. All the interactive stuff. Yeah. Uh, and the graphics are amazing. Like that engine, the RE engine they have is a sick engine. I mean, yeah, like that. I, I'm 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 just going to go by the village. Um, That's the one with the Dom. Lady Dimitrescu. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So just looking at how that, played out it looks amazing it looks so good so i haven't really looked at resident evil 4 remake because i'm kind of like out of that okay realm but i mean it doesn't mean i didn't want to play i wanted to play resident evil village and all that stuff but i think just for me it's just i have too much going on right now fair i think once i settle down like, yeah you'll have a bit move, more time to play. have more time yeah. Yeah, yeah so but i'm surprised that you say that's your favorite that's your i'm favorite super movie. pumped it's yeah. not even my favorite of the resident evil games but really I, no two is always my favorite I uh, and yeah. I love. I think now two remakes my favorite, and then yeah. seven, then three remake, then yeah. four. Here's here's, here's another stuff. Yeah, I do want to. We'll talk about Resident Evil because I would like to talk about that series a bit more because it's confusing as shit. But uh, I'm surprised you picked that as your winner because I was gonna say the new Zelda is gonna be my winner. Eh. Really? I think Breath of the Wild is. You I don't son wanna, of a bitch! I don't want to <laughs> be inflammatory. Yeah, I am so glad. That everyone has found something so yeah. visceral in the Zelda game. Yeah. I don't find it doesn't click for me. I think really? it's good. I played like 20 hours of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. It's good. I just I think that I like cinematic games. Like I like games that have a story. That's fair. And the game, you know, it's sacrificed. It's kinda story. it's kinda it's kinda it's it's light. It's story light. It's there. Yeah. Well you, you'd have to do you have to do all the photo stuff to really like yeah, get it. I just I just looked at the guide. I'm like, okay, I'm in a new area. 
do give me all the photos and just did it. What I'll say with my love of Zelda, I love the 2D Zeldas the most. Um, but Ocarina of Time, I remember trying to play it back in the day and being like, this is cool. Mm-hmm. But the guidebook for Ocarina of Time mm-hmm. was my fucking favorite. Like reading about the lore, yeah. reading about the monsters and like seeing them in detail. Yeah. That stuff's fucking amazing. The do, Zelda universe is absolutely incredible. Do you have that? Do you have the, the, the Hyrule book? No. Oh, okay. Well, I know I have to get you for your Christmas. <laughs> but I know for me, the reason why I, I, I'm like you, I actually did not like, I didn't really get into Ocarina of Time, Majora Mask, okay. like any of the Zelda games. Yeah. I tried to get into Skyward Sword because that was kind of cool. That was pretty cool. I liked it. But I didn't really click because I found it kind of like boring, even mm-hmm. ironically because I love open world games like GTA, but yeah, Redemption yeah. and all that stuff. But for some reason with Zelda Breath of the Wild click for me, it's because you can literally do anything. It reminds me of Fallout because mm. you can just like literally walk out of that cave and go screw that gannon guy i'm just gonna go straight for him and gonna yeah. hit him with a stick and i haven't really finished the game because mm. i just watched because jelly and i were playing at the same time i see and then she just kind of like powered her way through so hey, i just yeah, watched, watched it her. but that ending's bad is it i haven't oh I, no, it's, I can't just, it's just like that's not a real ending <laughs> <laughs> i mean i anyways yeah they, i think the gameplay and everything was just so magical for me especially mm. when you're like trying to do all those like puzzle quests and yeah. go to the temples it's, and it's great. It's pretty cool. I'm like I I'm a hater, but I'm no, not really. A I'm hater. not a hater. I it didn't click for me. I yeah. can appreciate it. it's like an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. And watching you know pros play, it's so cool. Like seeing the combos yeah. they can do and like the ways they can can use the powers in conjunction with each other. And yeah, you can do some really nifty stuff. Yeah. I just uh, I I find without the context that you know a story and like a narrative, dri- like missions that are r- driven by a narrative. I find it all feel so empty. And I, I found like in an open world game, I think that riding around should be really fun. And yeah. like, there should be tons of stuff to see and do. And like, there should be just eye candy. And I, I don't, it doesn't, it just doesn't work for the, me. Yeah. I like, think you just, I feel like I'm just riding a horse through an empty space and then I land and there's like goblins and uh, yeah, it just I, felt like there was, it was empty to me. I don't know. For me, it, I guess like I, I didn't have that experience, okay. I guess, but maybe that's why we're going to differ, which is fine. Um, but I'm, I'm clearly in the wrong because the majority opinion is that Breath no, of the Wild is one of I, the greatest I, games no, of all I think, time. I think I think it's fair to have an opinion like that because yeah. I can I'm I'm trying to like go sympathize going yeah I can kind of see that but yeah. for me like I don't I just I'm kind of saying that I didn't have that experience yeah. like I go this is amazing it's great oh cool I have a skeleton horse dope yeah. and then I think it just reminds me back when I was playing Link of the Past. I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to like fill in the gap yeah. with storylines. And I think I did because I did all those photo quests mm-hmm. and just like having all those extra stories. It's like, oh, Link, like, sac- well, kind of like fought for the princess, but yeah. the princess sacrificed herself in the end. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, yeah. That's kind of motivation. So I got the storyline. Yeah, that's fair. That's so, fair. I mean, I'm really excited. And Nintendo is a company, a Japanese company that yeah. does sequels well, really well. Quote, quote, sequels really well. Granted, I think they are milking the nintendo franchise a little bit too hard they are due for some new ips yeah and like they you know they they did arms and you know splatoon semi recently but i think that they could use they could use some new. i mean nintendo is the apple of the video game world in my opinion interesting they do software and hardware and are really protective of it yeah, and it's, like clo- really- it's more closed than any yeah. other one. Yeah, and I think it's just that they just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Apple does do, that's a whole different discussion. They yeah. do a lot of like cool innovation thing too, but Nintendo has the money. Yeah. They have the money. 
Just like, just try something new and stop being so ingrained in Japanese cultures just doing the same thing over and over I mean, again. I'll give Nintendo credit. I mean, the Switch is new. It's like a hybrid console and it was the right tech at the right time. Yeah. But there's a reason why that console is the best. Like, it's going to be the best on console ever. It'll, it's, it'll supplant yeah. the PS2, I think, eventually. Apparently, the rumor is yeah. the new Nintendo console will be in 2024. They're currently in negotiation with parts manufacturers for the new one. Yeah. Um, the Switch was already outdated when it came out, though. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and I think that I, as someone who does care about graphics, I don't need, like, you know, the absolute best. Yeah. But the Switch is definitely, a lot of the game, pretty much every game is held back by well, the I mean, Switch hardware. Well, I mean, Breath of the Wild chugged. Yeah. Like, it's right sub the 30. Yeah. It's sub 30. Yeah. And, like, I am a, I'm a gamer who will defend 30 for certain genres of games. Yeah. I will not defend 30 for an open world action game. No, that, that, game, not, that game does not. It should not be there. And so playing it emulated on a PC is the way to go. And it sucks that pretty oh, much yeah. every Nintendo game right now, it's better if you you have a better experience if you pirate it. Yeah, I think like you could argue that with every console game because yeah. yeah, if you have a forty ninety and like a thirty nine hundred K, yeah, you could make it look better than anything on a console. Yeah. but it, you, you it looks lose. pretty fucking when you when yeah. you play like The Last of Us Part One on a PS five. Yeah, you don't. You're not like, oh man, if only this game was on PC. You're like. Oh, this looks really fucking good. Yeah. Whereas when you play, you know, Mario Odyssey, you're like, this is pretty cool for a cell phone chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyways, just going back. I think Zelda's going to be great. It's fine. But yeah. Let's move, let's move on from games. Because we're probably going to re-talk about games later, especially when we get close to Q4. Yep. Because that's going to be the good time. And I do want to play, talk about Ragnarok. When I play. Oh, I need to talk about it. I have strong thoughts. Dude, do you want me to like leave the room? No, <laughs> no, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about it when time but, comes. Okay. Um, But what do you want to talk about next? You want to talk about movies or TV? Let's talk about movies because like okay. I, think I only have video- one pick for movie. Really? Yeah. What? Wait, my wait. runner up, and this could have been my number one, but I don't know enough about it, is the Barbie movie. I'm fucking yeah. yeah for the I'm, Barbie movie. I think that's going to be like the, like, I think that's going to break so many like so much ground in movies Mm -hmm. because it's just like, it's going to be so different. And I think that it's going to be for adults as it is for kids. Like I think it's going to have a tone that really appeals to our generation. Kind of like, it'll be like Lego movie, but cooler. I think it'll be cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the fact that Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach are making it unironically and the cast that they've been able to assemble is absolute top tier in the prime of their careers. They're not making a cash in movie. They're making some weird, experimental <laughs> toy movie yeah. that I have no fucking clue what it's going to be. Yeah. Cause, and like all we really have to go off is some photos and some, you know, behind the scenes footage. Yeah. But then that one trailer sold the fuck out of me. Yeah. I was, I was like, if this is the tone of the movie, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. I didn't know Simon Liu was in it. Yeah. That's cool. He's like dancing in that yeah. one club. And he's like, like you do, do you look dude, great? Hey, Simon Liu, if you want to be friends, I, I'll, I'll friend the shit out of you. Sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Come on the podcast. But, buddy. um, yeah, I uh, know. But then my that's gonna be good. My winner is Bo is Afraid, which is the new Ari Aster movie. It's the one with Joaquin Phoenix uh, and a bunch of different ages. I don't think I've seen the trailer of that. Watch the trailer. I don't want to talk about it too much. That's a movie that I don't really want to think about too much. I just want to ha- it to happen to me. Yeah. Ari Aster is the guy who did uh in, in Inheritance in fuck, what's that movie called? Midsummer and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut they, this part yeah, one yeah. second. It's just, uh, it just it's just uh yeah, for me, I think one second. Um one second. I'm gonna redo that bit. Okay. Hereditary. 
Ari Aster is the guy that did Hereditary and Midsummer, so he's known yeah. for his horror movies. Yeah, uh, and those are both you know genre-defining instant classics. Yeah, uh, I like Hereditary slightly more than Midsummer, but they're both absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and I was worried that Bo is Afraid was gonna be a horror movie, but it's this like weird adventure movie about this guy who yeah. has this fear set in him from a young age, and he's got to break through. And so it's kind of like this big life adventure. It looks surreal and yeah. weird and hectic in the way it kind of has not. To say like it looks like everything everywhere all at once, but it has that creative energy yeah. that, that excited me about everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. And so I highly recommend everybody watch the trailer for Bo is Afraid. Form your own opinion. Yeah. But that is by far the movie I'm most excited about this so, year. So pretty much let's everyone who has including me, uh at David <laughs> yeah. after you watch the trailer, after you listen to this, give it a five star rating, thumbs up, all that stuff. Then watch the trailer. Watch then the trailer. At, then at David and everything. So okay, yeah. cool. So, okay, for me, I guess uh, I'm not as trendy as that because the Barbie is going to be blockbuster. I, I'm I'm just looking. I only looked at blockbusters because yeah, yeah, that's sure. right now. That's my mental capacity. I have nope, too many totally things. Totally fair. So let me speed run this. Creed 3. Yeah. Really? I'm excited. I'm really. Creed 1 was fucking awesome. 2 was fine. That That's 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 the, the, the trend line. Yeah. Creed 1, dope. 2, Pretty okay. Three. I think three is going to be much better than two. I think they they know that two wasn't as much of a success. I think bringing Jonathan Majors is a great choice. Oh, I think Jonathan Majors is yoked as fuck. <laughs> did, um, you, did you see all the memes out there for him? No. Everyone's like, oh, dude, fuck the Avengers. I'm going to be like simply for Kane. Uh, no, for Kane. yeah. yeah dude, like, well, he's doing a bodybuilding movie. I can't remember what it's called, but it's yeah. like the some bio movie for a bodybuilder. So he got oh. jacked for that, but then he, he shredded a little bit for... The boxing movie, and so he's just in the shape of his life. I mean, I think he does. They wanted him to be that shape, anyways. Probably for, for Kang. Ray Kang, and I'm. Then that's like so. Creed three. I'm gonna say, I'm kind of worried, but I'm more. Ex- I'm yeah. pretty excited. I think cool. it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm just. I put the <laughs> put this movie because it was just like it just showed up. I'm like, I'm gonna talk about it. Uh, I have not seen any of the series, but I kind of know what the movie is. Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah, the first one's good. I, uh, I never saw it. the second one. It's a good movie, <laughs> uh, and I think like you know, it's it's sexy in the way that it tries to be. Yeah, but it's gonna be. I don't know. I'm I not know. super excited, but it's like I'm glad it exists. Yeah, I just I I'm literally just bringing it up because I just want to know. Actually, I've never seen it. I don't know if I'm into it, but I'm it's the like only one way to find out. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? They're all pretty hot. I'm you not know what? Let's you. just let's just see what the reviews are. If yeah. it's really good, I'll watch one, two, and three, and we'll talk about it. Just watch the first one. Just don't, watch the first don't, one. Don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the second one wasn't as good. I yeah. don't remember. I think it's just good. Channing Tatum's way of getting a check. That's all I'm gonna say. Maybe the third one is. I haven't watched any of the trailers. I'm not super interested yeah. in the third one. It's one of those like yeah. if I was on a plane and it was there, I might watch it. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna go to the theaters. Maybe on streaming. Yeah, we, when it's on streaming, we'll maybe we'll talk maybe. about. It. Okay, cool. Uh, what Sh- else? Shazam. Yeah, yeah. I love the first Shazam. It's good. It's, I, the, it's the best DC movie of the DCEU. <laughs> yeah. Like I think there's Batman movies that are better, but like of the core Snyderverse movies, yes, that's by far the best. I, well, movie. I think um, what kind of I love the first one. First yeah. one's great, except for like near the end when all the kids get powers. Spoiler: I agree. Whatever. It changes the tone of the movie. No, not even really. I just saw like the fighting. There was that one, one. Uh, I think one of his sis- like foster sisters like turns into one and she's like you can see like for some reason like all this action is happening and you can see in the background she's like just kind of like flailing going 
like oh, just not doing anything, yeah, just like yeah, being yeah. background set. And just for some reason, every time I watch that scene, it just my That's eyes. All you can see. All you can see. Everything else is everyone's like fighting really well. And just like you're lame. <laughs> I loved the first one. Yeah. I I think the ending of the first one was like a little bit lame. I think the it's best when it's like Zachary Levi and that that kid, you know, yeah. hanging out, learning the powers, doing all this stuff. That's Super fun, super exciting. But I mean, it's the whole and point I, of it. Is and I like the family dynamic. Like, that, I like that's what I, it is. When, as me. he learns to love them and let them into his heart, I liked it. Yeah. But once they all become superheroes, I was like, uh oh. Yeah. And that's why I'm a little bit worried about the second one because they're all superheroes the whole time. Yeah. And so I don't know tonally if it's gonna feel more like a kid movie than I want it to. Yeah. But I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. I think the second one's gonna be pretty good. I think it's gonna be better than average DC movie. Well, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Easy. So. Anyways, I, I just kind of hope they kind of maybe take all the powers away from the kids. That's my prediction. That'd and be just, cool. And make just like, because the thing is like, okay, is Shazam now weaker? Yeah. Well, and like, <laughs> I'm, I would be surprised if Black Adam wasn't part of it in some way, but yeah. Uh, no, well, no one cares. No yeah. one wants Black Adam to be part of it. Well, well do I talk about this now or talk about it later? Oh, I'll just maybe, maybe I'll just say this now and we, we won't, we don't have to go too deep. Yeah. But, uh, I watched Black Adam. Um, first 10 minutes is kind of hard to watch. Um, but then after everything else, it's like, okay, like, it's not bad. It's pretty bad. I, I think it's... I, wa- I watched it uh, over but, seven sittings because I kept falling asleep. Oh, really? <laughs> Actually, four sittings. Yeah. But yes, I kept falling asleep. I, I watch it. I'm like, you know, aside for Dwayne Johnson's ego, massive ego, um, it's fine. I think uh, there's... It's, you know, it's fine as a stupid superhero movie. I think a big problem I have with it, and I'll focus on one issue, is they kept setting things up and then immediately paying them off, like, the next scene. So they'd be like, you know, you got to have a catchphrase. And then the next scene, he'd be, like, saying a catchphrase. Or, like, he would be like, oh, I never had this. And the next scene, he would have it. Normally in a movie, you set things up, you reference them once, and then at the end, you pay it off. But it kept, like immediately paying shit off and then they yeah. didn't have anything to pay off later. Okay. Maybe it's because like I, 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 um, I had it on a streaming service. Yeah. I'll just say that. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but anyways, I was able to pause it. So I would watch a bit and then pause and do That's something else and then watch it. So I think it would have done better as a mini series. Granted, it's fine. It's, it's not like I'm not going to give it a six. I'll give it a four. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's I think it's uh, it's better than Strange World. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, they're about the same for opposite, different reasons. Yeah, I, I'm in the four and a half. Like I yeah. wish I had not watched it. Like it was really. Yeah, I wish I. That's usually my line is five. Is yeah. I'm unhappy below five. I'm unhappy. It's yeah. on. Uh, and it wavered. There was times I was like, eh. but the action sucks. Uh, I all the like other really. I thought the action was not bad. I don't know. Man. It's like the action was much better than Black Panther. Yes. There's a lot of just like yes. him just flying around punching, flying around punching, flying around punching. No, I think I was like the action I really like was the the guy the hawk hawkman. Hawk? Yeah, hawk? whatever. Whatever. Who the cares? guy that guy. Bird, bird person. Yeah, yeah, bird person. I think that was kind of fun. But granted, the two other kind of like com- comedic relief people oh were just kind of like so annoying. Adam Smasher was so annoying. And like they kept being like <laughs> You know, him, like, knocking stuff over. Oh, it's 30. <laughs> I was like, this is not funny. It's annoying. And it's super disrespectful. Yeah. The one thing I'll say that I did like about it was the angle, like, when the the main female character, when oh, the superheroes yeah. go to her and they're like, you don't understand. Like, we're here to save you. And she's like, no, you're not. 
it, this like these people invaded and took our country. Where the fuck were you when they invaded? Yeah. Now that we have our own superhero, now you show up and you want to say like yeah. save us. Fuck you. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah, dude, I, that, like I, I like that part. Yeah. Granted, the only part I really didn't like it's like, uh, like the kids. Like I think the worst part of that whole movie, the worst part mm-hmm. is that kid. Yeah, he's not great. Yeah, he's like, he's like, come on, guys, let's rise. It's like, shut the yeah. fuck up. <laughs> he's not nearly as charming as the character, the the friend in yeah. Shazam. That I, guy is so much more oh, likable. Yeah, and I, I I feel bad. I'm like, is it just like, is there something about this kid? I just think I think the actor, the actor is just not great. Well, and I don't think him and the Rock had good chemistry. No, like, and, I didn't. I, I didn't really get that the Rock liked him. Yeah, I just thought like the Rock was kind of like a dumbass and yeah. he didn't really process things right and he, I, he's, I, he's a baby bird like first thing he saw was his kid yeah and, and i didn't really understand that the things the kids were saying was getting through to him and then when yeah. he starts being like you know catchphrase and he's like dang it i was supposed to say it first i was like what <laughs> what you care about this this is so yeah. stupid but anyways yeah that's enough of black panther i was gonna do yeah uh next one uh john wick four sure yeah. yeah i think it's gonna be fun i think it'll be fun yeah. i think that the movies are i think the best one is the first one because yeah. the story's simple yeah. And they're like, they have this neat universe, you know, like kind of in the background, but yeah. it's all about just these, these keystone action pieces. Um, and then it gets weighed down, I think too much by the lore and two and three, it just comes yeah. too much about like the outside world of like these assassins and it's cool. Yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's bloated by that. Yeah. But the action's way cooler. I think in the second one, like I, I specifically, I can't remember the actor's name, but when him and the other dude are like on the different levels in the subway, oh, they're like shooting each other. Common, common, common. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. shooting at each other quietly. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a cool. No, that's like, uh, that's number. Th- no, is that that's number two? I think. Is it number? Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's when they first send he the the yeah he goes to Italy, kills herself. Yeah, uh, and then they all go after him. And yeah. I just like there's such a, it's such a cool touch. I think three has some cool hand to hand fighting. They're all awesome for their action yeah. fight scenes. I think that I hope that four is the final one. No, no, no. I think uh, five no. is the final one. Too many. <laughs> yeah that's well i mean that's a weird thing because that when i watch the one we're in agreement one is the best uh i think two is kind of lame um well the two was okay three was much better than two i only watched three once so i might have to rewatch watch well watch three it's, sure. it's fun um but my impression was three was the last one it kind of felt like it was gonna be yeah well i th- i i remember reading it's like three's the last one blah 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 and then i watched it and i'm like what the fuck and then and then it's like, okay, I mean, it makes sense. I understand that John Wick 4 was going to happen regardless, yeah. or it's going to be like a spinoff or something, yeah. which there is a lot of spinoffs happening sure. for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, it's a cool universe. And like, I love the that it's like a such a stunt focused movie. Yeah. Which leads me to not one of my official picks, but Mission Impossible 7 is going to be the sickest fucking movie there ever has been. I, I am. I have you watched like the. You know, four, five, six. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think six is so fucking good. Yeah. As not just like an action movie, it's but it's good. like its yeah. story actually starts wait. to be like special. Okay, wait. Four is Ghost Protocol. Yeah, which I really like. Yeah. Five is... Fallout. I think. No, no. no. Rogue Nation. That was okay. That one was okay. Yeah. But then six is real good. Yeah. Six, fall, six is Fallout. Six, six is six Fallout. Fallout. And that's, yeah. that one is the first one of the modern trilogy that felt like it wasn't focused around like just one big stunt. It felt like they yes. really in- invested into the story yeah. in a way where it felt more sophisticated. Like it kind of felt like the skyfall yeah. of, the, of the mission impossible universe. Yeah. Cause like, you know, that's my kind of problem with the mission impossible movies and how they're kind of marketed. Mm-hmm. It's like, watch Tom Cruise do this. Watch more Tom Cruise do that. Yeah. And I think five kind of made me upset about that. Sure. Four was a really good story. 
But six was like, oh, is this going to suck? Because like, oh, he's going to be outside of that plane and he's that's really him. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh. so my expectations were super low going okay. into it. But then I was like, oh, this is a good story. Yeah. Oh, Henry Cavill's dope. Yeah, he's sick. Yeah. And then and then it just became like an amazing, good closeout yeah. for, I think, his um his wife or. Yeah. 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 So they kind of end that story. They close the Alec Baldwin stuff. Uh, yeah, the Henry Cavill story is so fun. And like, yeah. I think the action in the movie is more grounded in a fun way. Like some of those fights are fucking awesome. Oh my like God. Like the Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill versus that one dude yeah. fight in the bathroom. It's oh, sick. The reloading arms. It's I know. Like, I think it's awesome. It's. I think that is now that, that action. Cause he, in the interviews, I think, do you know about this? Mm. Uh, it, that was not scripted. Yeah, it was just him being like, Argh! yeah, he was just like, he's just like, yeah, I just kind of like did it. And then, then uh, Tom Cruise like watched the um, the rush on it, and then he was just like that. Looks like can be like yeah, do that again. Yeah. So I think that is now that kind of like stunt, like it's gonna be a, a move with stunt actors are gonna do. Yeah, it it's so funny. It just like it feels like he's like in it. Yeah, and I. I love six. I can appreciate, you know, yeah. it's still a silly action movie. Yeah. But I think that six is a little bit more than just like a stupid yeah. action movie. I think one, two, three are just kind of dumb. One's good. It's got a thriller element. That's fun. Yeah. Two is really bad. <laughs> it's fun. Action movie three. I don't like at all. I think Which three, one was three. Again? That's the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Really? You didn't yeah, like that one? It's like a JJ Abrams. one. I it's think, all about his wife. And who cares? I think, I think it was, I think that one was, no, uh, yeah, you know what? No, I like three. It's fine. I like all of them. Yeah. I I just love four and six. Yeah. And I think seven is going to be a lot like six. Yeah. Uh, that one stunt they did the behind the scenes on. The uh, motorcycle one? Yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> I just I just heard it's like, yeah. Like, there's one kind of criticism is that I understand you want to be authentic. But, and then, you know, Tom Cruise is doing this. And he's very capable of mm-hmm. doing all these things. Like, he's on interviews. Like, he drove an F1 car yeah. for Red Bull. And... The guys are like, uh, yeah, I think if he spent like six more months doing this, he could race. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. But I think there's, there's a point where it's like, okay, are you just putting yourself in unnecessary harm or? I think 100%. Yeah. But I think that that's the thrill of it. And I think yeah. there's an element of film and the magic of cinema that is the illusion of yeah. it. And when things are real, you, are give, you give yourself over to the rest of the illusion. When you yeah. know that this fucking actor is the guy on that motorcycle jumping off this cliff, pulling his parachute. Yeah. There is, it's a lot easier to submit to the rest of the movie. Yeah. And open yourself. And the same way Top Gun, it's like knowing that those are real jets. Yeah. Makes it so much fucking cooler because you can just like allow it yourself and your brain to like unconditionally be impressed. Yeah. But I mean, like even in the case of Top Gun, Mm -hmm. um, it's still relatively safe because you had professionals like, the actors yeah. won't fly. Mm-hmm. Except for, I think, maybe Tom Cruise with his Mustang. I think that he actually owns that. Oh, cool. Um, I think. I would I be surprised. Whatever. Right. If he does, cool. He has enough money. He's like worth like half a billion dollars now. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. Just to me, it's like, you know, was that, nece- is it necessary to go? And, you know, I, I understand what you're saying. I still kind of go, eh. I think that it would not be the same. It would be just, you know, a sh- another generic action movie. If, yeah. it's, if it was some dude on a CG screen with wind blowing on his face on the side of a plane. But being like, that guy's hanging off the side of a plane. Yeah. That plane is taking off. That plane's like a thousand feet in the air right yeah. now. That's fucking Tom Cruise. There's 
for me personally, yeah. there's a level of thrill to that. Yeah. That him putting himself at risk totally is worth. Yeah. It. But I mean, then then does it go to the point of uh, am I watching it for the story and everything about the movie? Or am I going to go just watch it because Tom Cruise is putting himself through um, hell? Por qué no las dos? <laughs> uh, Why not and, both? Yeah, I think that that's that's what Mission Impossible thrives on is is the the fine balance between the two. Like I yeah. think four is probably the best balance of crazy stunt plus story. I think the story of four is really fun yeah. and good. But then there's also the Burj Khalifa sequence, which is you know one of the most iconic film sequences in history. Wait, what which sequence? So he's climbing. They have to oh, get into the yeah, server. Yeah, he has to yeah. climb outside the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, and he, yeah. he he climbs it, and you watch that movie. It's like come for the Burj Khalifa, stay for the story. Yeah, and I think that's mission, what Mission Impossible has done. Okay, pretty if, damn if well. when you're framing it like that, that makes sense. And yeah. honest to God, um, because I'm in business, you know, if if someone goes like Tom Cruise shouldn't do his own stunts, and I was producing it, I'm like, are you fucking high? No, he has to do. Yeah. It. So yeah. Anyways, let's just let's uh we'll yeah. move on from that. Yeah. But uh, in terms of like big movies, I want to talk about. Oh yeah. There's, I mean, Dune two. Is I, it Dune two coming out this year? Dune 2 is coming out this year. I yeah. Think? Maybe not. I don't. Is it too I think soon? it's slated for this year. Oh, the movie came out I guess we're going to power through. We're going to power through kind of movies. Oh, I mean, okay. Well, let's or just... should we go back back on track to our top five? Well, here's my last top okay, five. Give me your top five. Uh, well, no, this is my last top five. Yeah. Right? Everything else was there. Uh, this was this one's going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Man. Oh, the, and, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be good. It's gonna be awesome. I think it looks cool, and like yeah. I am not a huge fan of the first two movies. The first one, really, the first one I like. Yeah, uh, and you can see the 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 creative leftovers of Edgar Wright and some of the, the cleverer sequences. Yeah, but I think the character's fine. I don't care at all about Ev- Evangeline Lilly's character, even uh, in the slightest. The ghost character in the second one was fine. I think um, I think I like. Oh, so here's the reason why I like the Ant Man thing yeah. is that you kind of like had expectations like, oh, this guy's gonna be. Lit. Like it's like a guy who strengths, who gives like yeah, who, cares? who cares? But he made like Paul Rudd really made the character his own. Like 100%. oh cool, it's Paul Rudd being Ant Man, and he made it such a like they did it all the comedy really well. Oh like, yeah, think, it's, yeah, they're funny movies. Yeah, like the bad guy in the first one sucked. I yeah. like the second one because the bad guy is really obvious, but you feel like Ghost was a bad person. Then you kind of understand. Yeah, exactly. You're like oh, not that bad. Yeah. And then it's kind of interesting how they in a way brought two is the kind of like the, the door opening to the, the newest phase because mm-hmm. um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. She's yeah. back. So she's going to be like, kind of like their guide to mm-hmm. quantum. Well, whatever. and I think that this one has a lot going for it in the sense that we're hungry for multiverse stuff. Yeah, and like, uh, I don't know. I that- think that like Marvel, you know, has done the TV show multiverse stuff. Well, you know, uh, with WandaVision and Loki, and so oh, I, it, yeah. we've kind of been waiting because, like, oh, so, other than that, we haven't really yeah. gotten the Marvel multiverse stuff. Wait, are you when you say multiverse, are you talking about parallel realities or are you talking about the other franchises? Uh, parallel realities, like within the world, there's like all these well, one, weird takes. Because WandaVision wasn't really multiverse. Um, I guess when you combine it with Doctor Strange, is in my head, oh, it kind of builds into each other. Yeah, and I think like. Because of Into the Spider-Verse, we're in this heyday of multiverse movies. Yeah. Um, and I think that this one is going to be weird in the yeah. way that I want Marvel movies to be. When yeah. they're just kind of like straight line superhero movies, they're yeah. kind of boring. They need to have like a 
superhero movies, but like yeah. you know, Shang Chi is like Shang Chi, but hey, Chinese folklore is kind of tied in. It's kind yeah. of cool. Or like, uh, Doctor Strange is uh, it's not a good example because yeah, like Doctor Strange, it's, it's that, like, movie, that movie kind of sucks. I liked the new one more than the first one, but like you know, it's like it's a superhero, <sighs> but with magic. But the best ones are always like different and like gardens of the galaxy was such a refreshed take for the marvel universe because it wasn't yeah. like a superhero movie it was like it was just different and i feel like ant-man is gonna be different i mean that's i went i watched guardians of the galaxy the first one going in i'm like oh it's like i'm Who cares? i'm getting kind of like tired of it now watch it, i was like oh this is oh, good it's awesome yeah, yeah this is great second one was kind of eh. yeah um the third Agreed. one oh that's is that coming out this that's, year? Kind of, that's on my that's on my, my yeah. short list but that's third for one sure. looking forward to because it, it seems a little bit more serious and i think it's james gunn's send-off for that franchise because he's now going to be the caretaker of the dc universe uh and so i'm excited for that uh i think he's going to do a good job i'm the only thing i'm upset with james gunn is that he got rid of henry cavill it's like i think henry cavill is the best candidate for superman because i like man of steel Hot take. I liked it. I think it was fun. It was good. I liked it. Well, I came from watching Superman 4, which was really bad. Which one's Superman 4? Uh, Brandon Fraser. I like that. Really? The first half of that movie, it's totally fine by me. Holy. Once it's uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. I don't yeah. love the island, the kryptonite island thing. Oh, but oh, I think oh. that uh, there's a lot of good stuff. Like Even the way he has to save the plane, it's like it kind of has like a real Superman dilemma. Yeah. I feel like... Henry Cavill Superman, no fault of his own. Yeah. Zack Snyder has no idea what makes Superman special. And so he just yeah. made him this like hopeless dark take because, you know, Zack Snyder doesn't get what people are. Yeah. And he doesn't understand characters. He just knows, you know, dark and edgy is fucking cool. Well, I mean, he was like, uh, he just literally look at Batman, Crystal Nolan's Batman and go like, I want that to be Superman. Yeah. But I know I, I appreciate all the action and storyline and everything. I think it was all good. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I, I okay. Man right. of Steel was probably my biggest disappointment in superhero movies ever because the, tra the trailers yeah. made it look like a Terrence Malick, like philosophical contemplation. And what we got was just a fucking stupid superhero movie where they punch really hard, so hard <laughs> that they land in IHOPs and other sponsored locations. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just felt like a total mishandling of this character that's meant to be hope. And instead, like they just you know, made him totally hopeless. I, I kind of look at it as a person lost. Like definitely like he is hopeless. Like, cause he, he's wandering from town to town yeah. trying to find out who he is. But I mean, like if, when you look at the character as a, someone who's just kind of like, he knows he's an alien. Uh, he knows that his like father and everything, like could have saved them, but his father didn't let him. He's kind of like, oh, that was so stupid. I think it's fine. Don't save me. You can move at the speed of light, but you can't fucking save well, me. Well, you know, he's learning how to do that. Yeah, it's still fucking Because, <laughs> well, I mean, that's such a bad writer. We don't know how to get rid of this and create this drama. Really? Like, it's so contrived and not, I know, I'm, not an authentic <laughs> situation. I'm, I'm fine with it because he's like, they kind of address it. It's like, oh, you will be faster, but you have to work on it. Which mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I, I can believe that. <laughs> My, I, I could see a universe in which Man of Steel in my heart isn't as maligned yeah. where they, they land his arc where this is the start yeah. of it. And then they kind of bring him somewhere. Yeah. They don't, he just is fucking, you know, this stupid, boring version of Superman that is just invincible and super dark and, uh, and edgy because I'm fucking edgy. <laughs> and he's, he just stays there. It's yeah. not like he's like learning about hope and how to be a thing. 
Like there, he is never a true authentic symbol of hope. Yeah. They say that in the newscast because you know that, that Zack Snyder knows that Superman's supposed to be about hope, but he's never actually a symbol of hope. I mean, I think, yeah, I, I will agree with you that I think he's just following his true biological father's advice to go, Oh, be a symbol of hope for these people. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then his, I guess, girlfriend, well, yeah. eventually girlfriend, he's like, yeah, it's hope. And then he just takes the S it's like, I okay. This is the one thing I hate about all of Superman in DC Comics. Does anyone buy that the Superman S symbol means hope? No, it's stupid. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. So, but it's it's comic books from a hundred years ago. Yeah. So I mean, okay. Anyways, but I'm I'm fine. With, I think for me, I was more than happy with Man of Steel, just because it just it hits all the touch points I liked. It. I think maybe I interpret the movie way differently from you, and mm. I. Maybe at the time I liked that dark edginess to it. And and I think the fight scenes were dope. I think the problem is you can be dark and edgy. You just have to say something. And the movie says nothing. It's just fucking yeah. people opening and closing their mouths, making sounds that are vaguely yeah. human. Okay. Of all, of all the Zykes, uh, Zack Snyder. Batman versus Superman is the worst one. Yeah. yeah I that, can't handle that yeah. one. No, that one is like yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. unbearably terrible. In a, almost a fun way. Yeah. Uh, I know that hardcore fans are like, you got to watch the edit, the extra cut. Fuck no, no, you. no, no. I'm not going to watch never, that. I will never. No, no, I will never waste yeah. my time. Granted, you, you know what you have to watch? What? Um, The Dark Knight Returns animated movies. I watch those. Part yeah, one and part one and part two. DC's always had the good animated movies. Yeah, I don't understand that. I I literally don't understand how DC has such good animated movies. It's just movies. a different creative crew. Yeah. It's, like Flashpoint Paradox. Oh, well, and they're not as pressured to be these huge blockbuster multiverse movies. They're yeah. just like, you know, following the comics, doing good good work, yeah. finding good animators, finding good storytellers. Yeah, but it's it counts the same conundrum that um animated movies you can't make an animated movie live action in same same script because mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. Uh, anyways, let's move on. So my my, I I kind of I'm, I'm gonna move past my two choices. We'll talk about them when we get there. I think yeah. we should just talk about how many fucking superhero shows. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Are fucking coming. Yeah. So with just Disney slash Marvel, Secret <laughs> Invasion, Loki two, X Men ninety seven, Echo, Ironheart, Agatha, and Marvel's Moon Girl and the stupid dinosaur thing. But then there's yeah. the a new boy season, a boy spin off. There's Gotham Knight and yeah. The Flash and then Batman Cape Crusader on top of all these other animated shows yeah. that I've never fucking heard of. <laughs> Jesus fucking Murphy. <laughs> Disney, cool it. Yeah. Chill. But okay, can we all just, because there's going to be like shows that well, I'm excited for, you're probably not excited yeah. for. Let's go lightning round but, through. Yeah. But, okay, well, no, actually, let's start it off this. The one that we were probably going to agree on. Uh, so you say okay. on three, two, one, on oh, go. Okay, wait, wait, is it superhero? Yes, it's okay, okay. superhero one. Okay. Three, two, two, one. Loki, Loki two. two. Oh! Yeah! That was not rehearsed. I just like, oh, I just know it's going to be good. Um, yeah, it's going to be dope. I'm actually pretty excited about yeah. that. I think the first season was the best Marvel show pretty easily. I yeah. think um, WandaVision had the most potential and hits the highest highs. Yeah. But then the ending kind of is just so shitty and boring. Yeah. As soon as this revealed Agatha and like when they kind of drop the, you know, the sitcom element of it. Yeah. It's cool as a high concept thing. But then the show was dragged down by having too many filler episodes because they wanted a show per decade. Yeah. But Loki is fucking awesome. And it's it, super fun. I cared about all the characters. It's yeah. so neat seeing all the different Lokis and stuff. Well, here's the thing is that like it just hits like consistently good. Yes. Like every episode you're like, damn. Yeah. There was never damn, a bad episode. Damn. And it's kind of. 
weird, but you're kind of like, I hope Loki falls in love with Loki. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granted, I mean, that's his character. Like, that's yeah, he his, loves himself. Yeah, he loves himself. Therefore, if there's a female version, because he's, oh, I don't, I'm not too sure if Loki is, like, here's the lore. Loki in the comics does eventually have to become a woman. Okay. Or, yeah, because he's a shapeshifter. He's, yeah. like he's in between, I think. Yeah, like, so, I mean, I... He's intersex, I yeah. believe. So, I mean, like, I guess I, I'm not too sure what's his orientation. Doesn't matter anyways. But it's like, oh, they made it hetero? Cool. Well, he's, I think he's bisexual, but yeah. it, canonically. Uh, and he's intersex in the sense that I think within the comics, he switches genders. And that'd be interesting to do. But I think within the MCU, he's been a male. Yeah. But I mean, like, Tom... You know, Hiddleston. Yeah. They, they don't want to get rid of him. Yeah, but that that is... Yeah, they, I mean, he was supposed to be kind of a throwaway villain in that first part, and he is now a hero yeah. in the universe, and maybe one of the most beloved characters in well, that I entire mean, franchise. He started off villain. Oh, no. He started hero, became villain, then became super villain, villain, and then became a hero, hero. and then, then he dies. Yep. And, but now he started off as a villain, but now he's becoming a hero again? Well, he's like an anti-hero at the beginning of it, and then he becomes a full-on hero. Yeah. I think that this has a lot of potential i think also that this is the gateway in which kang comes into the universe was cool yeah um, well i mean I, that's the first time kang was introduced yeah yeah it's neat i didn't love the scene super lost but it, i go i was excited I was yeah. excited about jonathan majors uh being introduced. i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna do what uh thanos did and i just kind of hope he just doesn't like die i think i think they're planning on having him be a big villain for a long time i yeah. don't think that you know, he's going to be dispatched Nightman. I think it's going to be set up and he's going to be really fucking scary. Yeah. And then, you know, Avengers, whatever, in 2024, we'll, we'll be dealing with him and they won't even yeah. kill him. They'll no, be. I think, well, they'll just deal with him and they're like, okay, how do we now take care of him? Like, how do we stop him permanently? Yeah, I don't know enough yeah. about Kang to really know. But uh, yeah, I had to do a lot of research, but yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, oh, yeah. Loki season two is going to be good. Yeah. Um, uh, X-Men 97, that's cool. I'm excited that it's like it exists. I've never, I didn't watch it. You didn't watch shows. it? I liked it back yeah. in the day. I didn't love them, uh, but it's cool. You know, yeah. I think that's a smart way to start playing around with X-Men within Marvel, pro yeah. like, within I, Disney property. Well, X-Men for me, I only really got into X-Men from the 90s TV show. This, um, is, this is what it is. X-Men 97. Oh, so is it like, what it's it is? It's like a continuation of that. Oh, I think I did watch so the trailer it's, and it's I got kind of bored. Show. <laughs> That's in the style of the nineties X. Okay, can you just tell me is Jubilee in it? I I haven't watched the I haven't watched the trailers. I okay. want to not be spoiled because I think the fun will be like, oh hey, if there's Jubilee, Gambit. If Jubilee's in it, kill me. Oh really? You hate Jubilee? <laughs> oh Jillian, I like Jillian's a big X Men fan. Like okay. we love the nineties TV show because yep. it's like really dark. Yeah. Um, but I think they just like Jubilee. Just like you suck. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't love her. Yeah, but I think other than that, the only thing I really loved about X-Men, which I think anyone's listening, I think you should uh, read it, is uh, House of M. It's like... Oh, that's... Yeah, that's kind of what WandaVision is loosely... Was supposed on. to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you read the comics, it's really good. Yeah. Um, and I really hope MCU, Kevin, you know, Feige, whatever. Feige. Yeah, Feige. Uh, please make House of M. <laughs> I don't think... I would not hold your breath. I no, think he's that not going to. I think that they'll bring in the X-Men um, in a weird mutant way. Like, I can't remember what show. I think uh, the Miss Marvel is Ms. the first Marvel. mutant. Oh, that was just so stupid. I was I liked the show fine, but yeah. that was a weird thing to be like, she's it's a like, mutant. Oh, you're actually a mutant. I was like, no, what? Oh, like, you, no, you, the whole episode is like, you're like descendant of this. Yeah. And then now you just fucked it all up. 
And so we'll see how the Marvels, the movie is, because maybe they'll do a better job. I think yeah. Captain Marvel is one of the most uh, hated of the franchise. Really? But I think that that character could be fine. They mm. just didn't really know how to land her. Um, I think they just they went to service level. Yeah, and I think that they there's a lot of potential with those characters. Yeah. I'm excited, uh, and I I think it'll be fine. It'll be yeah. fine. But okay, so the the Loki is probably one of the big shows. Secret Invasion is going to be the other big MCU show. Yeah, because it's finally like a Nick Fury. Yeah, show. and I'm I'm excited about that. I don't know too much about it, but I'm, uh, I'm interested. Yeah, but, it was like when I got into Marvel back in 2000s or tw- early 2010s. Um, it was it, the whole MCU was all about the Civil War. Mm-hmm. That's one reason why I didn't like Captain America Civil War because it was like you can't do that in one. No, it's the yeah. yeah. It was like a huge, huge thing. Um, then it was Secret Invasion because yeah. it tells you like, oh, this is why the Civil Krill War. invading. It was yeah, it which is weird. It's like the Krill is has been secretly being in part of the world government for many, many years, <laughs> and also being part some of the superheroes. Or might be Krill, and where are these superheroes? Yeah. So it's it's kind of it was. I never really got into it because I was like, this seems kind of dumb. Yeah. But um. Anyways, like I'm I'm excited to see Sam Jackson. That's that's what I'm. Yeah, really we haven't had an MCU thing with him for a while. Yeah, because I think closest one that he was really big in was uh, Winter Soldier, which is arguably the best. It is still the best one. Yeah, I fucking love yeah. that one. Yeah. So besides that, there's Echo, which is kind of a a. A lesser known character. It's like yeah. a First Nations character, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. There's Ironheart, which was introduced in the new Black Panther. Boo! I uh, I think that character was fine. What they do with her in the movie is nothing. I think that it was a such a lame. They didn't have an arc. They didn't have enough time to really develop she her. She was just like, she was based enough. Um, what's Frodo? No. Um, Marion Pippin? Is it Mary? No. Uh, who played Martin Freeman? Bilbo? Yeah, Bilbo. He was basing off Bilbo from the first one to this one. He's like, wow, this is the world. This is Wakanda. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, it felt like an investment. That character's inclusion in that Wakanda Forever felt like an investment in the TV future properties. Yeah. And like, hey, we're, this character is a real MCU character. She's in a real movie. So when we have this show, you know she's important. Yeah. But... They, and I think that actor is fine. I think like there was really funny bits with her, but they just didn't have enough time to develop her. And so yeah, she felt it, like such an afterthought. It was like, oh, so, just like, oh, she's super smart and she made a suit. Yeah. Cool. And, and the suit sucked. It was ugly oh, as fuck. It looked bad. But I am, you know, it, it, I'm like Hawkeye level excited where yeah. I'm like, eh, okay. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then Agatha, which is another one. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, I really love the actress. Yeah, yeah. she's great. Played by Catherine Hahn. Oh, I love Catherine. Hahn. She's hilarious. She's in the Knives Out movie. She's, she's always a welcome inclusion. So I think she was a good cast. I just think I don't have faith in what they showed based on WandaVision. I think they just, they kind of like, they leaned on her being a witch way too hard. Like they made her like. Hocus Pocus. Witch. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. Scarlet, Witch was never really witchy. She was like, you know, superhero. She was just like a sorceress that could kick your ass. Yeah. And so well, think, she did kick everyone's yeah. ass. And then there's a Marvel's moon girl on the dinosaur or whatever. I don't know enough about that. To I think, you know, I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it's like, well, I, think, I, I well, wanted to mention, uh, into the spot or across the spider verse. Oh, Which no, it's might, a movie. Yeah, so yeah. over TV shows, yeah, there's the Boys spinoff. Have you watched The Boys? Yeah, I watch, I love, I love I like the boys. the boys. I'm very excited about The yeah. Boys. I'm not excited about this spinoff. It's at like a university run by Vought. 
Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not super pumped. I think it's going to be fine. I think it's a good fellow show until the boys come back. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It might be better than I expect. Yeah, uh, I, I just Peace, love the voice. Did you watch uh, Peacemaker? Yeah. That's, that's my favorite superhero show. I fucking loved it. Yeah, it, Peacemaker is actually one of those shows I was actually really surprised that Jillian watched with me. Yeah. Because, uh, well, same problem with Ragnarok. Um, it's just a big TV and yeah. she can't escape it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, she was like, whoa, crazy. And every time there was gore, she kind of turned away. Yeah. But um, it's... That show made me feel so sympathetic going, oh, you have a lot of problems. Well, and I think it's so interesting because in The Suicide Squad, which is the second one, Mm -hmm. I hated that character. I think that's what you're supposed to. Yeah, and you're supposed to. He's kind of spoilers for that movie. He turns, he betrays them and he- He kills Flag. He kills Flag. And like, you are meant to hate him and be pissed off at him. Yeah. Um. But they totally humanize him and make him sympathetic in a way I didn't expect from the show. Yeah. And even the way his father's so abusive to him. Yeah. Uh, like, I cared so much more about that character than I thought I ever could. It makes you really second guess yourself. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't. Like, it does the the core human value that all TV shows should really teach everyone. Like, they should teach. Sorry. All TV shows, you should walk away about trying to be better in a way yeah. like and this one teaches you that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. You should yeah. really try to understand someone. Yeah. And then this one's like, Oh yeah. His dad's a white supremacist. <laughs> yeah. Like literally that answers so many. Shit. Yeah. That answers so many questions. So like, Oh, I am so sorry. Yeah. And you, it, it, it does a good job making him reckon with it too. Like, it's not like the, the show's just like, see, he's not that bad. It's like, no, he's still kind of shitty, but like he grows into a much better person. Yeah. Uh, and it's fucking funny. I yeah. I think John Cena is really funny. He has great comedic timing. Yeah. So it, I don't know if it's going to be this year or next year, but that is. I think it's probably going to be next year. I think that might be the superhero show I'm most excited about. Yeah. But um, that's it for superhero shows. Yeah. Here's, um, here's another one we're probably going to both agree on. Mandalorian season three. No. Nope. Really? No. Nope. You son of a bitch. I. You you tell me why you're excited about Mandalorian three because I, I don't think, want to be a hater. I think for me it's like out of all the properties out there, it tells such a it's in in a way it's kind of like the reason why I like Samurai Jack. Have you watched Samurai Jack before? Oh, Samurai Jack, yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah. So it does not a lot of dialogue mm-hmm. and a lot of physical storytelling, mm-hmm. and it's in a way where I really bonded with the character. Sure. About how he's so introverted. Because mm-hmm. for me, when I grew up, I was very introverted. Mm-hmm. I had almost to a point where I didn't want to be outside. I see. And I really felt sympathetic, especially that one season, one episode where he takes off his helmet and you can see he's very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Pedro Pascal. Ah, oh, love him. So good. Slutty daddy. Love him. <laughs> Take me away, Joel. Um, And... He just like the, the way that he felt like I sympathized with him. Mm-hmm. And I think him just having this ultimate goal and try to follow, trying to do good in his life or try to do good with for the Mandalorian people mm-hmm. just did well. And I think just, it was a good story. I think I can agree. I think yeah. at the time of its release, Mandalorian was by far the most exciting Star Wars thing because it was fine. Oh no. <laughs> Cause I, my expectations when I went into it, I'm like, Oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. And so the first season was fine. It's like, to me, it's like a five and a half, six. Like it was like, it was pretty good. Yeah. Second season's much better. It's yeah. like a seven. And I actually enjoyed the second season. I cared a lot about the stakes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think season three will be good. Yeah. I just, 
am so sick of of the Star Wars stories. And the same Star Fair. Wars is, is obsessed with selling, yeah. telling the same story over and over and over. Yeah. And I think it'll do that again. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I loved Andor. Did you watch Andor? I watched the first episode and I paused it and didn't come back to it. Not because I didn't want to. No. It's just that it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do the same thing. I do with a lot of things. I'm like, this is good. I'm just going to save it. <laughs> I think you should definitely get back to it. It's yeah. by far the best Star Wars. I like the last Jedi. Yeah. But I think it's the best Star Wars since I, like, yeah, I remember uh, Riley was uh, ranting about it on yeah. Twitter. Cause I was like, uh Oh, uh Oh. And then he's like, I take it all back. This is amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, kind of the first time I felt good watching a Star Wars movie yeah. in the sense of like I'm engaging with the characters and their plight and I'm cheering for them yeah. so much like Mandalorian I'm like yeah you know I care I care about Grogu and yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. the, this dude but this I was like man like man I suppose like there's a prison at some point and I'm like they gotta get out they gotta get out they gotta get out <laughs> oh, oh no I, no now I remember why I stopped watching it because uh, my nephew Sean great kid um his mom, which is Jillian's sister-in-law, well, yeah, the they were asking me. It's like, yeah, is Andrew okay for the kids to watch? So no. violent. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, I haven't watched it. I I'll I'll watch a little bit and I'll let you know because I do plan to watch it. And yeah. then the first scene where he shoots the, the blaster in the head, I was like, ooh, yeah, don't don't. It's no, 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 PG thirteen. No. Yeah, he's he's well, yeah, he's twelve. So it is like, fine. But. Yeah, I, well, I mean, like, uh, I. I uh yeah. yeah what I like about it most is that it doesn't rely on Star Wars iconography to make you feel things and like yeah I think the Mandalorian falls into that where it's like check out a lightsaber oh my god there's a Jedi yeah that's fair whereas Andor is just uh, concerned with its its story yeah and it fits neatly into the 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 bigger story and yeah. it, it's interesting and it gives you cool lore bits but it works entirely on its own if you didn't know anything about Star Wars yeah it would work I think I think for me um. I will give credit that if Mandalorian didn't work, Andor would not be around. No, hundred percent. And Mandalorian yeah. is the reason why we have a hundred. <laughs> yeah. And I think too, just oh one last God. point. What? So many Star Wars shows. Yeah. And then the last one is, um, I think I hopefully not Bob Eager fixes this. Um, stop using Mandalorian as a vehicle to launch shows. Yeah, the Bo- Boba Fett show sucked. Yeah, Boba Fett so sucked. The only good parts is seeing the Mandalorian. Boba Fett, more like Boba Shat. <laughs> uh, but yes. yeah, just like the Mandalorian parts was the only part that's good. And then now they're doing uh, Ashoka, whatever. Yeah, so the Star yeah. Wars shows that are happening is Mandalorian 3, Ashoka, Bad Batch Season 2, Visions 2, Young Jedi Adventure, Skeleton Crew, and Acolyte. Ash- Ashoka, I'm actually pretty excited about. I never watched yeah. um, Clone Wars. But I know she's a beloved character. No, she's uh, she's a huge like. I watch the Clone War series. Mm-hmm. Watch it; it's really good. Like I had never will. Well, I decided too many people have been like, "You should watch it." I'm like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, okay. Do do me do this one solid for me. Um, don't watch the cart the three D are animated. Watch just the hand drawn one. The hand drawn one because th- those yeah. that one was made by the people who did Samurai Jack. Oh, cool. And yeah, I like the style. Though. They do um, those like five words. Like it's like a script of dialogue and everything else is just action. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Clone Wars is really good, and she's she was really big into it. I think it's a smart character to pull into the the live action, and yeah. I, I think Rosario Dawson is a good actor. I liked it when she showed up in Mandalorian, even as a casual fan. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Um, and I think, 
I don't know. I'm not excited though. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, yeah. Bad Batch season two. I didn't even watch. The no, first I think one. it's it a kid. Sh- it's a kid show. Kid show. Yeah. Uh, Visions two. I didn't like the first Visions. I skipped. Like they tried to base it up. Man, yeah, this is the problem with Disney. Like, okay, I will agree with you. Disney is the worst thing um, for franchises because honestly, I'm so sick of buying bananas and seeing freaking BB-8 on my banana, banana sticker. Yeah, it's like stop, please. Like kids won't kids like. God damn it. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know, if the licensing machine at Disney wants to plaster the license on everything, hey, Disney executives, you're listening right now. I can just give us some money. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I think they need to cool it. The absence makes the heart grow fonder is like a message that Disney does not understand. No. Uh, the longer we have to wait in between Star Wars things, the more excited about a Star Wars. I mean, that's I why get. episode one just like, destroyed everything like, yeah or uh force awakens is still one of the top five highest grossing movies ever because yeah. we had to wait a decade and yeah. then we got this movie and yeah. hey, it was like it was fine whatever we're not going to talk about the quality yeah. but because it had been so long it makes a fuck ton of money and yeah. then i make the next one makes less and then the next yeah. one makes less and you can say it's definitely responsible to to the quality yeah. of the movies yeah. and whatever we're not going to talk about that but yeah it's the the time apart makes people excited again. And yeah. How could I possibly get excited about anything Star Wars? Yeah. When there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight Star Wars <laughs> TV shows this yeah. year. And it was the same thing with MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Way too fucking many. Yeah. Because like on top of these these shows we talked about, there's all the movies too. Yeah. Actually, you know what? Let's let's just not like let's just pause on this because um I think we should do an episode about Disney and how the fucking things are. Sure. Yeah. So. All right, well, well, I, I'm excited for Mandalorian season three, but we're yeah. both excited for season two of Loki. Yes, uh, everything uh, else is kind of okay. Well, here's one thing that's not Disney. Uh, Witcher season three. Yeah, I'm I'm excited, but also sad at the same time. Yes, tell me why you're sad, Jono. Sad of Henry Cavill no His longer final season. Yeah, and then we're gonna get um, what's Liam? Yeah, which is Luke? No, Liam. Liam. Yeah, like. He's a, he's a, he's a fine actor. He's fine. But he's no Henry Cavill. Well, and I think that Henry Cavill, not to discredit what the other actors do in that show, but I think he carries that well, show with the pure passion he displays for it. Yeah. And it's Geralt is one of those hard characters where he kind of, it doesn't seem to have that much going on the surface. There's a lot going behind. Yeah. But Henry Cavill, like he emotes in the way that works. And yeah. he just, he, he is the heart of that show. Yeah. And when you recast him, it's going to be an entirely different show. Well, I mean, he, they he, should have just ended it. If they can't get Henry Cavill, just fucking end it. Well, I mean, um, Henry, have you looked? Have you heard about it? What do you mean? Oh, so the reason why Henry Cavill exited was because he was offered to be Superman again. This is all speculation. This is all speculation. Yes, but also I think this was. I think this might be public. Is that he also complained a lot about the Witcher. Team. Yes, he was he was always at odds with the writers and he felt like they didn't really like the source material, they didn't like the books and they constantly wanted to change it. Yeah. And there's famously he showed up and they had a scene written for him that he didn't like and he was like I don't like this. I'm going to rewrite it. And he rewrote it yeah. and it was a scene where he, you know, says farewell to Roach. Uh and it's a beloved scene and yeah. he he understands the character better than anyone. He yeah. understands that franchise better than any of the writers. Yeah. And so to me without him there's no point. Yeah. And it's I can't believe they're continuing without I, the point of the show. Yeah, because I, I mean, the Netflix is in big trouble because yeah. the prequel sucked. 
Apparently. The Michelle Yao one. Which is really a bummer. Yeah, she's I just love coming, her. Yeah, because she's coming off from a high. Yeah, but it's like one of the most uh, lowest rated shows of all time. Yeah, so that's about, I, I didn't, I don't have Netflix, so I'm not going to bother watching it. Um, but then season four is just going to suck. I, I Just stop, just stop, guys. They like, should have just been like, yeah, we're not making another one. But, like, yeah. Then f- final season, you know, you get more eyes on it. Yeah, but I do, I do hope that after season three and they try to do season four, and everyone just kind of shits on it. They're like, okay, sorry, Henry. I'm bad. Well, and I think you could keep doing Witcher stuff because there's enough lore that you can draw from. Yeah, but you, everyone wants to watch Geralt. <laughs> well, 100%. And yeah. I think that that's the reality of it. And yeah. Like, I, I think putting Liam Hemsworth into Geralt's shoes yeah. won't work. Mm-hmm. And even if he did a good job, everyone's going to hate him anyway. So yeah. I'm excited for season three, but it, it, you're right. It's going to be super bittersweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm interested in the fact that there's five Star Trek shows on TV. There's more yeah. Star Trek shows now than there's ever been in one time on TV. Yeah. This is why I want to, I saw your list. Yep. Um, and I, do you want me to see this? Like my hot take? Cause I, give me your hot take. So I have hot takes on Star Trek too. <sighs> so, okay. I, I grew up on Star Trek. Yep. You know, I didn't watch the first one because I thought that was really corny. Yeah, it was, but it's, it is, but it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Star Trek The Next Generation when I first saw it because I was really new to it. Okay. But then I grew to love it. Yes. So like, oh, because I was like a kid going, I want to see action. 100%. I loved yeah. Star Wars as a kid. Yeah, yeah. So, Star Trek. yeah, Star Trek. So, but then I kind of understand like, oh, it's storytelling and, you know, using the world and universe as a way of like telling anything they want yeah and like facing real world issues yeah through the lens of sci-fi so that you can actually discuss things more aggressive or like more boldly exactly yeah here's my problem is that now you get in such a universe that's so big the lore is so dense mm-hmm. and that the reason why i think all future star trek shows suck um sorry like i kind of like Picard's season one it was like it was fine um it's too action emo for my taste. It's not Star Trek. It's kind of like I'm kicking ass in Star Trek world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think everything kind of sucks because the lore is so there and the heart, the fans are such gatekeepers yeah. that Star Trek or Gene Roddenberry universe tries to appeal to them and kind of just like makes everything suck. I think I totally agree. Yeah. I think a big problem is the people that hold the rights to the story of Star Trek don't understand why people like yes. Star Trek. And yeah. so they're using a property to be like, you like Star Trek, watch Star Trek and transforming into something that doesn't resemble Star Trek, or at least doesn't carry forward the values that yeah. the Star Treks that people hold dear or I hold dear. Yeah. Have. Star Trek is the most hopeful show yeah. there is. It's about how humanity, we can beat all the things we're facing in the yeah. 21st century we can fucking beat them. Yep. We will become better. We will beat racism. We will beat poverty. We yeah. will beat sickness. We're gonna we're gonna be better, and we're gonna grow as yeah. a species to be like just elevated. And 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 we can send out these ambassadors to the edges of the universe or the galaxy and help people. Yeah. Uh, and that's not what Star Trek is anymore. Star Trek no. is a sci-fi show with you know a dark bend. Yeah. Uh, and the Star Trek Discovery. Like it's just not. It's fine. Like I, if I separate it from Star Trek, yeah, it's fine. Like it's, you know what? If they want to, if they want to, just call that Star Trek the Klingon War. Sure, I'll be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Just exists to appeal yeah. to that fan base. Yeah. Like, but it's just, it's just not Star Trek. It's yeah. something completely different. Same with Picard. I, 
watched the first couple episodes and I was excited about, you know, seeing these characters. I Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Data's back. Fuck. Yeah. It's just yeah. visions, whatever. Yeah. But, and like, I know that they've brought in a lot of characters, seven to nine and shit. Yeah. Um, but they, it's not, you know, the best of humanity going to face these difficult yeah. choices. It's not about these moral dilemmas that, that these elevated humans, that these wise humans have to contemplate. Yeah. It's not this crew that's banding together to face and make the universe better. No. It's, it's you a- know, racists versus fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, it, it's like as if humans have regressed into being more of what we are today. Yeah. And I think Star Trek worked when the aliens represented the darkness we had today. And yeah. these hope humans that represented this hopeful version of ourselves could deal with it and talk about yeah. it and like actually have a discussion and be like, how do we do this? How do we face these, these difficult questions yeah. about culture? And Star Trek doesn't fucking do that anymore. No, and it's just it a different thing. I haven't watched much of Lower Decks. I didn't really thought Jive of the Humors. I've heard it's much more. It's okay. Well, based on what you just said and listeners, like David and I have talked about Star Trek like yeah. to death, but like, and we still enjoy talking yes. about it. Don't worry about it. Um, but if you have that kind of attitude about Star Trek and the current, you probably will not like Lower Decks because okay. it is lore. It's feeding into the lore, but mm-hmm. also kind of like not poking fun about it. It's kind of like experiencing of how life for these other people that you yeah. just don't see yeah. have to go through the antics of like the captains being kind of crazy a little bit. Okay, sure. But it's, I think it's fun. I think yeah. it's just, it's a fun story. And I think, you know, I think you would enjoy it, but you're not going to get the same like Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, I think they are trying with Strange New Worlds. I have to finish the first season. I liked the first couple episodes. It definitely doesn't capture the spirit, but yeah. it's trying. And I appreciate that they're moving that direction. There's Prodigy as well, which I know nothing about. Yeah. But we all know the real Star Trek show is the Orville. Yeah, it's that that is like like when I watched Orville season one, it was like, oh, it's next gen. Oh, my Oh, it's just like this is this is Star Trek with like dick jokes, which yeah. is like they they've toned it down. Yeah, a lot. It's gotten a lot more seriously. Yeah. Later. Granted, I kind of like I feel like okay if they do the next season, uh, just like put a little bit more because I kind of missed that. Uh, yeah, I think that they got a little too self serious. Yeah, and there's also way too much CG in the latest season. I don't want to talk about that because yeah, we will but, guarantee talk about yeah. that. But hope season four hasn't been approved, and I'm shaken. Yeah, I need season four. Uh, I, I think I, I mean I think Seth MacFarlane's doing a couple other things right now, I think. Um, but you know, season three was. I think we can talk about a whole episode about Orville. We and we have to move on because we've yeah. already been going so long. We're not even through all the TV shows, so oh, I'm gonna, we're going to start doing lighting around. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. have you watched Only Murders in the Building? No. Watch it. Season <laughs> three's coming out. Got Meryl Streep and Paul Rudd. It's going to be fucking awesome. Have you watched Succession? No. Me neither. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Have you watched Severance? No. Severance is the fucking best. <laughs> you need to watch Severance yeah, season even, one. Even Jillian's mad at I haven't watched it. You need to yet. watch it. It's yeah. fucking awesome. Season two's coming yeah. out. Poker Face, which is the new Ryan Johnson show starring Natasha Leon. I know almost nothing about it. I'm going to keep it that way. I am fucking pumped because I love both of those yeah. people. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Like, have you watched it? Is yeah. it good? I fucking love okay, it. Okay, because I have because I have Disney Plus. It's all on oh, there. It's so, well worth the watch. Nice. It's super funny. Uh, did you watch the movie when it came out? No. So the movie came out and it's really funny. It kind yeah. of struggles at the end, but the TV show is way better than in, yeah. a, in every single way. The reason why I want to watch that show was um, the main character. Oh, the main actor is the same actor in the IT crowd. Have you seen watch? Oh yeah, yeah. Matt Berry. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, he's 
Yeah. The fucking funniest. Have, did, I love did, did you, so Do you remember how he got introduced into that show? Well, he's the son of the CEO. Yeah, he jumped off the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, there's a church going, Father! Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that is like, to me, like, of all television media, that is the best way to ever yeah. introduce a character. Father! Father! His voice. I love his <laughs> and voice. And he just like runs and just yeah. like pushes that coffin yep. and like starts slapping. Like, he's like, oh my God. It's like, this is the best. So that's the only reason why I want to watch you that show. Definitely need to watch it yeah. for him. He's great in it. Uh, Abbott Elementary. I haven't watched it. I've heard it's great. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Legend of Vox Machina. Yes. Uh, if you watch, watch it, it. Good. no. So watch it. It's cause really good. Cause um, like it's all, it's, it's about D and D. It's like almost like the video game. Well, it's like, I think it's the characters of the critical role. Podcast, yes. Right? Yeah. So pretty much a lot of them are playing the characters. Like, okay. So one character is actually um, Ashley Johnson who plays Ellie. Oh, cool. Yeah. So she's in there. So that's really good. Um, Castlevania, yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, shrinking, striking, shrinking. So it's the people who did Ted Lasso. It's their show. It's uh, Jason Siegel, Jason Siegel, yeah, Siegel. Oh, really? Um, he's a therapist who's kind of starting to lose it, and so he starts to like flip the table and like dump his shit on his clients. <laughs> and it's, it's supposed to be like you know Ted Lasso tone, like, yeah, le- like hopeful and positive. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoy Ted Lasso. Uh, and I like when it kind of gets a little more into like real issues. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And then Daisy Jones and the six is basically the Fleetwood Mac show. So it's about like the real story of Fleetwood Mac. I don't think I've, ne- I've never really paid attention to Fleetwood it's, Mac. It's a band and they basically all had sex with each other and hated oh, each other. And yeah, okay. it's, it's drama city. Yeah. Uh, and then new adult card. There's lots of adult cartoons. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking at lists right now and every single thing preference I I'm going to love. Yeah. So, uh, my thing is, I grew up on Cologne High. Hell yeah! Like literally, like in Canada, we don't ha- we didn't have Adult Swim or yeah, Teletoon. Eventually, yeah. kind of had an Adult Swim segment. Yeah, so it was Teletoon. It's a Canadian version of Adult Swim. Um, Cologne High was like like when I was like fourteen, fifteen. I was, it was like, pretty sweet. yeah, I was like, oh, this is how like people should talk to each other. <laughs> so that's it's probably like the wrong show to like, grow up on, but yeah. it was very interesting because yep. like I sympathize with uh, Abe. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know how to talk to girls. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I'm very excited for that, and yeah. I, I feel like that's a show that actually could be good on a revival. Yeah. Speaking of not that Futurama, <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about a revival. They've kind of varied in quality, like even the movies that were part of the same era. The first couple movies were really good, and they kind of just got shittier and shittier. Which which movies? Uh, Bender's Big Score is a good one. That's a D and D one, right? No, that's the one where he goes back in time and has to get oh, all the. I don't it's like the heist that. one. I don't remember that. The D and D one's the Beast with a Billion Backs. No, that one's still pretty good. I can't remember what the, yeah. the whatever. The movies were okay. They they were good, and then they went to okay, and then yeah. the extra season after that was fine. I hope that this season will be good, but I'm yeah. not super hopeful. The the last episode made me cry. Like, oh really? Okay, let me let me let me build this. Sorry, Fury. Um, so it's like uh. Leela and Fry, this is, I'm just going to jump in, get stuck in time. So they do something and it's just them existing. This is vaguely familiar. In the time. And then basically enough, they just live the life out with each other and everything else is frozen in time. So, you know, they go traveling around on oceans. Like they're going to walk on oceans to go from place to place to place. And then you can see that they lived the time skip in the old 60 or 70 and they kind of go, so that was really good. And then Fonzworth just arrives going, hey, do you want to do it all again? 
and rescues them from time. And yep. it, based enough, it was just like the most sweetest Aww. moment ever. I remember every time Jill and I watched that episode, I always give her a big hug. I'm like, if that happened to us, I'll be fine with it. Aw. Yeah. That's cute. I am uh, I got to rewatch that episode. I do vaguely remember yeah. that. And then South Park is coming back. Have you watched any of like the specials that yeah, they did? Yeah, that was really good. There's some really good ones. Yeah. I, I, I would say that um, I really like how Matt and Trey kind of do South Park yeah. in a way. Because they, in a way, I think the last, the last special, people need to watch that. Because they need to realize that, yes... There's a lot of stupid people out there, but sometimes you kind of have to be empathetic because mm-hmm. I think they're worried that if they stop, that people are going to think they're dumb. Yeah. So I think you have to feel empathy going, understanding that if they, if let's just say Jeremy six rioters, if everyone goes, I'm sorry, I was being really stupid. I would be okay. Like, you know, it's fine. If only, <laughs> if only, but they, they just double down. Well, so, that's, the, that's the problem. But yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. The empathy is important where you could allow people to admit mistakes. Yeah. And I think we are really struggling with forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, where like if someone makes a mistake, they'll never ever live it down. And I'm like, that's, I don't think that's the that's right. That's a bad, because well, they're yeah. just getting, that's, that's why we have such division now. Nowadays. All right. We're going to power through. That's, I think that's it for TV shows. Yeah. So let's power through. I'm going to open up the video game thing. We're yeah. going to. We're gonna lightning around yeah, it. Yeah, lightning. This is, uh, I think it's being like we're almost, not even gonna read everything. We're almost at two hours. This is our longest episode because um, we're not. We're gonna skip January. Um, scroll through if there's anything that you're excited about. Atomic Heart. We already talked about. Yeah. Um, oh, PSVR two is coming out. I think that's gonna be cool. I don't play any VR games. Uh, Octopath Traveler two. I'm very, very, very pumped about. I love H yeah. two D remake. Like a Dragon Ishin. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Have you played the Yakuza series? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's so good. I loved. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, whatever yeah. seven. So that, you, that you, know what's, awesome. you know, let me let me quickly say something. Uh, I played Yakuza first, and then Jillian watched it because she lived there for a year. Um, I, based enough, she took over, <laughs> and then I just watch her play. It's it's a cool game. Yeah. I'm a big fan. It's a really good cinematic game. If you like Japanese dramas, you're gonna love yeah. it. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm very pumped about. I think that's the best Star Wars game we've had in a while. I well, the first think, one was. I don't think I ever seen anything about it. Uh, so Jedi, what was it? Jedi, whatever the last one was. Fuck, what's it called? Oh, Order. Jedi yeah, yeah. Order. I haven't pl- I haven't finished it yet. Oh, it's it's great. Well, but now I can because I have an Xbox controller, hey, so I can play it. Nice. Uh, um, other things this month is Bayonetta Origins, which looks kind of interesting, but it's not my thing. Why but, is it saying last of... Oh, no, that's PC. That's a PC. Yeah. Um, and then I honestly, until April, then Hogwarts Legacy. I thought that was February. For yeah, I'm literally scanning everything right now. Dead Island 2. Yeah, I, I'm excited. You, really? Yeah. I like the first one. I didn't. I don't love the the open world one. What is that? Oh, uh, dead walking. Dead. Who cares? Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Second one looks cool. I haven't played the second one. The first one I did nothing for me. So I was waiting for the second one to dying be, light. Dying light. I was yeah. waiting for the second one to be like nine dollars. The second one. Um, do you do you want to play it? Yeah, I think I have it on my P Steam. No, I'll I'll find. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll it yeah. I'll figure it out. Um. But yeah, so after that, there's Legend of Zelda. That's going to be a big one. Yeah. Suicide Squad, which I'm very worried about. Street Fighter 6. Very pumped. <laughs> Who De- cares? I care. Really? I love Street Fighter. Diablo. Okay, Diablo, Diablo 4. Eh. I, Diablo 3 killed it for me, man. I made me so unhappy. I hated Diablo 3. I, Diablo 2 was peak for me. And then 3 was when it just got weighed down by modern gaming things. Here's, here's a weird thing. Uh, cause I played Diablo one. Mm-hmm. I waited seven years to play Diablo two. Mm-hmm. I think Diablo two looked terrible. Look. Yeah. Yeah. But it played real well. 
Yes. Um, Diablo three was okay. I stopped when I was in heaven. I was like, yeah, I'm done. Sure. Um, and then yeah, that's pretty much it. And then after Final, there's Final Fantasy sixteen. It's gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, oh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. I don't give a shit. So I am very much over Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I think my love is two and four. Those are the only ones that I actually like love. One was fine. Three sucks. Wait, uh, wait. two is, is two, Ezio. Two, Ezio. But what's three? Three is Connor, which is in the, the Americas. Like it's in America. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's like Revolutionary War. No, wait. Okay. So, so two, there's two, there's three but, different two. Yes. There's Brotherhood and Revel, Revel, Revelations. Revelations. Yeah. Uh, and all those are good. Yeah. Um, Three was disappointing. Yeah, four is awesome, which is Black Flag, and then they yeah. wanted to make Skull and Bones, uh, but their that game's never coming out. Who man. knows what's so gonna happen? What I've heard about Skull and Bones, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Why they haven't canceled it? Yeah, is so it's made by a Ubisoft Singapore studio. Yeah, and they got a big grant to make the game oh. there. And so basically, if they don't make the game, they have to pay back all the grant money. <gasps> and so they're kind of stuck. I, I think they want to cancel it, but they can't because. They have to release this. Honest game. to God, just finish it and just just, just put it out. It. It's gonna yeah. suck. Yeah, but I, I, it's too bad because when they announced it after Black Flag, it sounded like a fucking great idea. It's just yeah. been way too long. There's a million other good pirate games like Sea of Thieves exists. Is but, that good? Yeah, it's supposed to be fucking amazing. Yeah, I have I haven't personally played it, but I've only heard in the later yeah. stages of the game after they've kind of added more content uh, and stuff. I've heard it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I think Chase played it. Yes. Yeah, and he and he enjoys it. I yep. like watching when he used to stream. Chase go stream again. Hell yeah. Um, what Wait, else is there? Uh, so there's Age of Empires four, which I'm excited about. Uh, yes, Wa- Age of Empires yeah. four. Yeah. Alan Wake two. I haven't played I, Alan Wake one. It's good. It's not the best remedy game. I would rather have a Control two. Um, I haven't played Control. Control is pretty fucking cool. Well, it's the story is not fully realized. Like the potential for the story is there. The universe yeah. is really cool. Yeah. But it's just like. Oh, that's it? The game kind of ends. Apparently, the DLC is good, but I haven't played the DLC. Yeah. Uh, Arc 2. Armored Core 6 is yeah! pretty cool. From software, dude. Yeah, which is great. That's their origins, yeah. is making Armored Core games. I will be... Uh, I'm going to have to gatekeep a little bit, because <laughs> I played Armored Core since number one. Hell yeah. But I stopped playing after three. Oh, really? So the first game I ever got in Japan I ever bought was Armored Core 4 because it came out first in Japan nice before it came out in America and so yeah. I had made a trip to Japan and I picked it up yeah uh, and it was impossible to play because it was a menu driven yeah. game <laughs> and actually you know what you know what you know what kind of fun what I would love to do if this podcast ever gets taken off yep. is that we both make enough money that we can go take a trip to Japan together that'd be podcast. Yeah. that'd be so much fun yeah. go to a store yeah. uh, so there's a new Avatar game which looks pretty cool yeah. uh, Baldur's Gate which I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, what else is really cool? Uh, Crash Team Rumble. Nope. Call of Duty <laughs> was nope. Not uh, new Dead Cells or Dead Cells add-on, which is the Return to Castlevania's DLC. I liked Dead Cells and I love Castlevania, so I'm excited about that. I'll, I'll take your I'll take your word for it. Dune Spice Wars. So it's like a no, Dune. don't don't no. That's bad. Oh, I'm really excited about the Ayudin Chronicles, which is basically like the spiritual successor to uh, Suikoden. Uh, oh. So it's like the Suikoden sort of yeah. feel. So that's JRPG. Uh, JRPG. It's HD 2D. It looks really, really good. Ooh. But it's also, this year we're getting the Suikoden 1 and 2 HD 2D remake. I think I should play that. You should. Because yeah. it, it's not out yet, but it's the full 1 and 2. I don't know if they're selling them separate or not. Yeah. 
but it's that HD 2D style, like, you know, Octopath Traveler. Well, speaking um, of Octopath Traveler, yeah, Octopath number two, Traveler two. two. So that's one game. One I, of my favorite visual styles. Yeah. Man. It looks so good. It's one of those games that uh, my wife Jillian jacked. Cause <laughs> I, I started playing. I'm like, oh, this is fun. And then she started playing. And I was like, well, I'm just not going to, even though it's like those multi ways you can play it again and again. Yeah. I just watched it. I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to play it. <laughs> I liked that game. I didn't live up live up to the hype for me. I think it's fine. Uh, yeah, the story didn't quite do it, but the style, the visual style stunning. Yeah. Uh, and so there's all the Final Fantasy Pixel remasters are coming out. Front Mission 2 is coming out. Oh, yeah. New Forza Motorsports, which is going to be good. Uh, Homeworld 3. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's to be announced. So, oh, Hyperlight well, Breaker. Two, two, okay, so everyone's listening. All these games might not come out <laughs> this, this year. year so we're just, just looking at a list. Um, uh, no Man's Sky. Uh, payday three, sure. Oh, here's one game, Metal Slug Tactics. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I like Metal Slug. I mean, I'm a big Neo Geo guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've memorized the first three levels of Metal Slug. You should come over and play. I have three and two. Yeah, here's the reason why memorized <laughs> Metal Slug one is because the arcade. Like every time my parents went to the went to the mall, I would always go to the arcade oh, and nice. give me five bucks. Yep. So I'd always play Metal Slug. Yeah, and then, so I would just like memorize yeah. how to get past everything. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I really want to play with you then. Yeah. Oh, Stalker 2 looks really fucking good. I just hope it comes out this year. Yeah, it feels like it's far away. Um, it looks really good. Yeah. Starfield. Are you excited about Starfield? That's like a big no. one we didn't talk about. No. I am very much over Bethesda games. <laughs> I feel like I it peaked with Oblivion and Fallout 3 for me. Um, no, it peaked for me at Fallout 7. 76? No. Uh, no, sorry. New Vegas. Fallout 4. 4, okay. Yeah. And then that's it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the base building stuff. I, I, it, I, I just loved all the everything this, about 3. The storyline became really... No, actually, wait. No, if you like 3, do you like Vegas? Yeah, I love New Vegas. I think Vegas is better than 3. Ah. Uh, Yes and no. Really, it, it's better in terms of like story and way you get ways you get involved. Yeah. But when I first played it, it was such a fucking mess that I still have that in my head. Like Beth- Bethesda games are always a mess. Yeah. But New Vegas was like a next level. And well, that's an I Obsidian mean, game. Yeah. That's um, that's well. Here's the re- the reason why I like New Vegas better than three is that it's re- very very reminiscent of how Fallout one and two for me. Like there's a lot yeah, more. Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot more things you can do. I think that's it for movie or video games for me. Let's super go, quick go through just the absolute biggest movies because we're at two hours. Uh, what do you are you excited about Indiana Jones? No, I am. What? <laughs> yeah, I <sighs> Kingdom of the Crystal Skull sucks, but the first thirty minutes were pretty good. No, it's really good. Like the first thirty minutes is yeah. great. But I think that this one looks like it could be pretty. Good. I mean, Crystal Skull trailers when they first came out thought. I thought it was going to be really good. I think this one looks like they have a vision for where they're going. We'll see the, I'm not pumped that they're doing de-aged Harrison Ford for part of it. Is he de-aged? So for part of it. So there's oh. old man Indiana Jones and then there's young man Indiana Jones. Boo. Um, Scream 6, sure. Uh, I saw the trailer. It's actually not bad. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be decent. Yeah. The Dungeons and Dragons movie. Have you watched the trailer? Yeah. For I'm actually, I actually, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It could be good. It's, it's, I think it'll land at the best a seven. I have a feeling it'll be like a 5.5, a six kind of messy. But I'm just, I got really excited because I saw Chris Pine doing the loop dance. I was like, yeah. but you, you know why I don't like that? Actually, no, wait, no, I take it back. I think it's going to be bad because uh, Michelle Rodriguez. 
Yeah. She's, uh, I wanted to love her, but she's just so typecast. Well, yeah, and she's done too many of the same types of, of Fast roles. Fast <laughs> she's, she, she's, uh, she's the, um, she's the female version of Vin Diesel for me. I mean, kind of. Yeah. Are they love interests in that movie? Uh, Fast and Furious? Yeah. Yes. Uh. Oh, no. I... Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about Spider-Man 2. That's not confirmed, I think, for this year, but I think... Spider-Man we're... 2? Yeah. Like a Insomniac Spider-Man. So, like, Spider-Man... Oh. Uh, I mean... I am very excited. I just replayed both of those. I didn't... Uh, I haven't played... I haven't finished um, Miles Morales yet. I think Miles is better than the first one. Really? I love it so much more. I think it's tighter. The first one just has so many go to this base and fight Wilson Fist enemies. Go to this base and fight uh, Martin Lee enemies. Go to this base and fight uh, Saber enemies. Yeah. I I think here's here's my thing is that it probably Miles Morales does make sense to be better because they just took all the ingredients and the building blocks from the first one. Yeah. And they're like, okay, let's make a good story. (laughs) That's... Bear, I want to find my. I'm gonna just adjust my mic. Here. Yeah, we're gonna back. I had a list of other movies that I don't want to miss. How's my mic sound right now? That's fine. fine. Yeah, go. Your voice sounds a little tired, like mine too. Yeah. But, um, We've been talking for two hours. It's fine. Oh, yeah. No, we're. Uh, oh, oh, here. Okay. Oh, no, wait, I think we talked about this already. Which one are you looking for? I have a list of, like, more movies, too. Because I wasn't going to go through that list, but I don't really... The, the going through the year worth of movies, like, it's going to be... Oh, I found it. Okay. Um, So, other movies. Yeah, Dune 2, Barbie. Uh, there's the new... Christopher Nolan movie Oppenheimer. I'm not a big Christopher Nolan guy. I well, I mean, I think <laughs> so let, let, actually okay. I, I know we're really, really running long here. Uh, when when David and I first kind of like started hanging out, <laughs> I said the most controversial thing before at you as you and James were talking about this one particular movie, and I think James was like, "Jono, what do you think about Dunkirk?" And I said. The movies suck. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and then you probably <laughs> went off. I think that was like the biggest hot take I ever did. That's to me, that's by far Christopher Nolan's best movie. It's his most really? important work. It's his most uh, interesting creatively. Uh, and he accomplishes this feeling that other one movies don't always grasp. And yeah. it actually has a unique identity yeah. like I, yeah. interstellar's good i like interstellar inception's cool but it's so overrated and it's just a dumb movie no i think inception was terrible i didn't, i really like interstellar that's i a, like interstellar yeah. a lot too yeah uh the dark knight movies are good but i think they're overrated like especially dark knight itself when you really think about all the stuff that's happening just it's stupid and doesn't make sense are you talking about the second one yeah i, 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 I you know if I you if you go in yeah in a bad mood and you're like I'm going to find everything wrong with this movie. You will find well, a lot wrong with the here's, movie. Here, here's, here's the thing. I can't watch that movie anymore because I've watched it way too many That's times. That's fair. I, yeah. I, uh, I've I, also watched it, you know, 20 fucking yeah. times. I can watch that. Batman Begins I think and I, Batman yeah. Rises a lot. For yeah. some reason, I just can't watch Dark Knight again. Yeah. I can, I can buy with that. I think my favorite of that series is Batman Begins. I think I, 
for many, many years, yeah. Dark Knight was by far my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my love for it has just seeped away. Yeah. I still like Rises. I think Rises is pretty good. Like, if Batman Begins, Rises, and Dark Knight. Like, those, that's like the order I like, like them in. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Christopher Nolan movies, who cares? Yeah. There's the new Wes Anderson. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Let me just go back to Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, the whole thing of him being able to ignite a nuclear bomb is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, that's the kind of shit about cinema. I'm like, this is dumb. Yeah. But to me, I'm like, okay, that is the equivalent of Tom Cruise doing his own stunts back to what I just referred to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to a new level of dumb. And it's like real damage to the planet. Yeah. So like, like Chris O'Nolan, like just stop. That's not, it's stupid. It's actually so irresponsible and reckless. And yeah. like, I, I am not someone who thinks that we should do anything for cinema. Like, I don't think you directors should be abusive towards their actors yeah. for cinema. I don't think that actors should abuse their families by going method for yeah. cinema. Uh, and I certainly don't think we should explode a nuclear bomb yeah. for cinema. Yeah. And so I, uh, it's got a lot working against it yeah. because I just am not interested. So in I'm, so I'm kind of done with, uh, Chris Nolan. Fair. So there's asteroid city, which is the newest Anderson. Don't know anything about it. It's going to be good about uh, be fine. Super Mario Bros. movie. You excited? Uh, we talked about it last we time. We talked about it. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm actually pretty excited. Yeah. Oh, Renfield. I'm actually pretty pumped about. So that's the movie where it's Nicholas Holt, who's the main main uh, Half-Life boy in Mad Max. Yeah. So he's like basically a familiar for Dracula. Ooh. And he goes like to a support group thing. And he's like, I need to get out. I need to get out. But Dracula is Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so I saw the trailer. So like it could be fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's on my list. What else? We're probably going to have to update this this podcast. If it does well, um, you know, we, we can do this again. Because, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of movies. And also, there's a lot of movies that haven't or always shrouded in mystery. And it just kind of goes... Coming out in uh, in three months, especially Netflix does that. Yeah, and like there's so much that we don't know, but yeah. I think that that's. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I think we talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, okay, pick one. You got one. You can only play, watch, or experience one of these things that we talked about in the entire year. I can. I, for me, it's easy. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. Like it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. I have so much love in my heart for Final Fantasy VII. I have Cloud tattooed on my back. I fucking do you have cloud tattoo yeah. in your back? I've got a big cloud oh, tattoo. God. Uh, and so <laughs> that's easy for me. What about you? You get one. If I could only play watch or experience I, one. Yeah. You're going to have to say legend of Zelda. Okay. I, Cause the game's going to be sandbox mode. I could be like, I played it, beat it. Now I'm going to just ride down the mountains with this, with yeah. a shield. Can't, can't deny that. The yeah. hours of fun you will have. Yeah. So like, game. to me, I like, I could like, okay, I'm going to beat the boss with a stick. I'm going to yeah. beat a boss with a sword. Like, so you heard that. it here first people video game. It's the year of the video game. This is the first year in history where video games are big. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I think video games are the most exciting medium. They have so much potential and yep. uh, that it's untapped and it's exciting. Uh, and I think that the crossover for, artistic and mainstream in video games is bigger than in movies. Like yeah. mainstream movies generally are kind of just, just stupid. Yeah. Whereas mainstream games can still be good. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean in even this part, we're seeing video games and all these games might become TV shows and movies. Cause last of us has done it. Yeah. And okay. Before let's just end this off. We're not going to talk about it all, but let's just say last of the episode of last of us two was a video game. It's, well, I mean, was it good? 
Uh, I liked it. It just felt like I was watching someone play a video game. Yeah, me too. Yeah, cool. I liked it. All right, on that note, you can follow us at... Or send us emails at... We did get our first fan email. <gasps> really? Yeah, that was pretty good. We'll have to read it. We'll have to do a fan mail segment. I want to, I forgot to ask. I want to ask if I can steal the sound bites from their Just Me. If you want to. Yeah, because it'd be fun. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, goodbye. Join our Patreon. <laughs>